We're man. rolling Dude, tonight. Dude, weird. Birds on wheels. <laughs> Look what uh. you've done. <laughs> birds not wheels. Ooh. Birds not bird. wheels. You heard it here first. <laughs> <laughs> We're we got you with the, the fast wheels. intro. Paul stole DJ's intro with the birds aren't real. Mm -hmm. Where are we? What am I doing? <laughs> Thank you, Mike. <laughs> what have you done to him? Did you read his? Oh, let me just read it. Oh, on. no. <laughs> just smashed my monitor. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Mike. He has um, these saved for right? the streams, genuinely. He has oh. pre-written ones. Yeah. <laughs> just and they're all fantastic. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to load up some VODs and look at them later. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Uh, anyway, we are not great RPG, and we're here once again for the Lost Kings of Adorus. I almost said the city of Oshawott, but uh, that would not be, this time. I'm not up here for that. Uh, I sure hope not. Uh, Someday you might. Please don't. Oh boy. Oh, do it. You remember how we did it with there? That was yeah. fun. I enjoyed That's that. True. But there's, there's definitely the possibility <laughs> the that side. my yeah. soul has been taken. We can put Ether in the ground. Mm -hmm. <laughs> 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 uh, we're going to go around the table real quick, introduce ourselves, and then I'll briefly recap last week, and we'll pick up where we left off. Sorry, two weeks ago. I'm John and I play Marcus. I'm Sarah and I play Dandelion. I'm Paul and I play Rin. And I'm Autumn and I play Twig. I'm Mike and I play Mr. Pigeon. Despite the best efforts of multiple covert agencies, I remain Lawrence and I'm playing shit. Unyielding on wafers. They will not take me. Can't fucking stop this shit. And tonight I'm not Lawrence and I'll be the DM for this campaign. Uh... Last week, uh, you guys prepared for Mr. Pitch and Twig and Shay to head to John Dar's office to do some investigation and then blow it up. Uh, but then everybody decided to go after some coercing. Uh, Marcus got disguised with magic as a glorious seven-foot-tall, voluptuous, red-dress-wearing woman named Victoria who hides oh. his hand axe inside of his disguise with leather strapping, and the party heads out. Mm -hmm. That's a sentence. Mm -hmm. uh, Marcus walked <laughs> center stage on the street. You guys flanked in the shadows. Exactly, with the, with the, the glorious Mickey Mouse-esque mm -hmm. voice. Uh, you guys come across a very, very drunk man, Marcus... Uh, asks to go back to his uh, house, and he says, I, I have one of those. Mm -hmm. Pulls out a key. Uh, he drops it. You guys take it, and you tell him to go get drinks, and then you guys... Well, we didn't. I took it. <laughs> I'm a paladin. As a paladin, you took the man's key and sent him back to get some drinks as he stumbles away, and then you guys left. Mm -hmm. um, you guys end up in the alley across from John Dar's office. Uh, Marcus walks and trips towards the guards. Uh, they catch him, and he towers over them with his seven-foot-tall feminine figure. Uh, you tell them that there is a criminal in the alley nearby that accosted you and convinces one of the guards to take a look. Uh, Marcus leagues the one guard across. You guys dart across the alley. Mr. Pigeon and Twig walk sideways up the building and throw a rope down for everybody else. Uh, Marcus and the guard obviously don't find a criminal there, but Marcus uh, convinces the guard that he dropped a key and then they should go back to his room so that way they could find him before he gets there. Mm -hmm. uh, and the other guard is like very reluctant, but is like, all right. <laughs> so they tell a couple of the other guards after some after some intense con some convincing and, and uh, arousal from Marcus. Uh, they tell two of the other street guards and head off into the night towards the front of the city. Uh, you guys are up on the top of the roof. Uh, you, you surprise the single guard up there, Dandelion. Eldridge blasts the door open very loudly. Uh, the guard drops both his sword and his lantern. Mr. Pigeon tries to catch them, grabs the blade of the sword and cuts his hand and knocks the lantern off the building down into the night. 
uh, as it crashes on the ground. You kill the guard, and uh, you guys hear another guard approaching, and Shay just peeks over and is like, hey, man, sorry, got my got another lantern. Uh, and the guard's like, yeah, we're going to talk about this later. Have a good rest of your night. Uh, and you guys sneak into John Dar's office. Uh, Shay skirts the outsides of the rooms, not wanting to go under the strange symbol that Ren indicated was on the ceiling that lit him up with some weird light the last time when he was here on his date. Um, Shay doesn't find date much light. date light. Uh, but he does have to wear that red dress tonight, though. No, no like I'm the, wearing no, it. No, he red wears dress. the red dress. <laughs> um, Shay doesn't find much on the desk aside from the seeds and the symbol within the desk drawer Mr. Pigeon had indicated. Uh, scatters the seeds all over the ground and scratches the symbol with a dagger carving an ornate W into it and then takes the drawer. Uh, Mr. Fidge- Mr. Pigeon finds a coded book inside of another book while searching for information about uh, Benjamin May's mother and the goings-on in Green Ridge and begins throwing books haphazardly off of the shelf and shaking all of them to try to find other things inside. Rin searches for magical books and books on casting and finds nothing of the sort which strikes him as odd as John Dar is a caster and clearly a very talented magic wielder. Dandelion finds a small music box with two small blue gems, which Dandelion takes. She cranks the music box, and a twinkling sound Dandelion that uh, Dandelion vaguely recognizes comes out, but she isn't sure as to why. It's a bit of a deja vu feeling. Uh, Twig thumbs through some larger containers and finds bins of different clothing and things of that nature, taking, taking one of the festival masks alongside all of the pieces of an animal-themed chess set, throwing the board away. Uh, but inside of the chessboard, a small black journal falls out, and inside there are various descriptions of a relic that lives somewhere within the city of Greymoor, mirroring the legend of the demon that lives beneath the city. It includes journal entries about people that had been tortured for information over the course of a few years, and on the final page of the journal, a name scrawled, circled, and underlined, Milana. Shay walks downstairs. Twig takes all of the clothing that is in the bin and puts on a half-rabbit face mask that is extremely creepy and then hands a clown mask to Mr. Pigeon. Uh, The three of them head downstairs, set the smaller dynamite, which silently explodes and consumes the rubble in the wall, leaving a small little square. Uh, Very convenient. Uh, Twig goes back upstairs, tells Rin, use the special dynamite from the ceiling. Uh, uh, Rin tells her to hang it from the ceiling where that weird mark was uh, with the very long wick. You guys light it and sprint out of the building uh, as the building explodes. Rin does the Django pose, uh, smiling at the building from the other alley. Uh, across the city wall, all this is happening. Marcus leads the two men to the frivolous box <laughs> in that's written on the key. Uh, the heading inside. The yeah, yeah. <laughs> the flirtatious part. Uh, leading them to the room, you guys head inside and begin searching, not finding much, but Marcus feigns finding a crowbar and a piece of clothing. <laughs> With an extremely damsel and distressed over the top acting, convinces them over to keep the top. <laughs> I'm offended. <laughs> it's in a good way. Thank you. <laughs> uh, heading back out into the hallway and downstairs to grab ale. As he leaves, he sets a small bell and string over the bottom of the door so it would ring when the door was opened. Comes back upstairs, and as the bell rings, you trip and throw one of the arrows all over yourself, yelling, Oh dear! <laughs> The guards rush over to assist Marcus, telling them that he purchased some ale for them. Uh, and you say, it'll be quick, and head back towards the room. <laughs> you seduce the guards further, telling them to close the door after they literally take a glass of ale from between your legs. Mm-hmm. Uh, you put the lantern out, saying the bed is there, and the guard moves towards the bed, taking their armor off. Marcus then sneaks to the door, puts his arm to it, uh, channels divinity for conquering presence, yelling, I am victorious! 
Uh, <laughs> nefarious villains. <laughs> Uh, the guards are obviously terrified, and Marcus then uh, casts Thundering Smite on an object behind him, cracking thunder against the wall, and then dipping out of the door as they look down and like, oh god, oh fuck, I knew this was going to happen. Uh, and then you pull out a lock and key, and you lock the di- <laughs> lock them inside <laughs> with a bad lock. Paladin. I've created Succubus Lola. <laughs> yeah, it's true. Uh, you guys meet back up with Marcus in the tavern and discuss the evening's successes. <laughs> uh, you discuss the things that you found, the gems, the small-coded book that Mr. Pigeon found, uh, as well as the other book um, that Twig found. Shay takes the coded book and looks through it. The book talks about the information about what is going on in Green Ridge, that Benjamin May's father has been killed, that his mother has been blackmailed into running the family business, and that she's being watched. Um, there were notes that indicate that they have not yet found what they were searching for in the mine, but there was a passage of interest that they would be investigating soon, uh, that John Dar is acting on his own accord. There is a name inside Jasper Cole that is, recog- that is running things in Green Ridge, and he also recognizes a different name, though he does not tell the party this. Twig shows them each of the chess pieces individually, as well as all of the clothing pieces individually, before taking out a small black book and saying, oh, there's also this book, and throwing it onto the table. Um, you guys look through it and the book contains information about the demon beneath the city and the relic that it guards uh, as well as the name Milana in the back Um, Ren detects magic and finds one of the chess pieces the white king has a swivelable head with runes carved on it you line it up and suddenly you can see on the other side of the room and you see only you a small glowing eye that floats around uh, which is extremely trippy Uh, and then you you put it down on the ground, uh, and when you try it again, when you have Dandelion try it, it doesn't seem like it, it works again uh, for the rest of the day. Um, Marcus teaches Twig and Dandelion how to play chess, noticing that each one of the colored pawns have the initials MS and BM scrawled on them. Uh, Marcus is happy to have what appears to be his father's old chess set back as Twig says this piece's name is Chad, <laughs> referring to the one with his father's initials. Mm-hmm. Uh, you guys rest in the following evening. You head to the archives to go to the dungeon. You make your way inside. Beneath the statue, it leads you through a cave-like system to a, a large stone door with a snake head for the for the door knocker with glowing orange gem eyes. Uh, Dandelion takes the little blue gems out and swaps them out with the orange ones in the door scrapes open. Door me out. Yeah, door me out. Um, You guys walk inside and you see a lifeless heap of metal and wires that Shay and Dandelion both recognize as a very beat-up warforged. As you guys approach, the figure spins to life, its eyes glow, and it casts a blue light from it. You guys see a beautiful lake-like garden with clear crystal waters and small glowing flowers floating on lily pads. As an older halfling man stands humming to himself, fixing something. He stands back and says, Century, now that's a good name for you, a beautiful soul. Now I need you to remember this, it's important. The vision scrambles and it cuts to him reciting the poem about the flame-eyed one. You're going to do great. It might be a long time, but we'll see each other again. Good luck. The Warforge sputters out, sputtering on its own words, Walter, plans complete, protected, relic. The eyes fade and a glowing blue orb flows into the ceiling above you as the Warforge slumps further into the ground, lifeless. Uh, as you guys are processing what just happened, uh, Twig begins to glow and her tattoos unravel from her arms, laying into cave paintings scratched into the far wall. As it completes, another vision appears, uh, describing what appears to be the history, life, and tragedy of the flame-eyed one, the demon that attacked Greymore, an elven woman from long ago. And that is where we are picking up this week uh, as the this story of the 
what appears to be the flame-eyed one fades and the tracings reverse and the tattoos return to twig skin twirling up before glowing one final time and sinking back into her skin motionless I've never seen anything like that no me neither has that happened before shrug what do you mean you don't know (laughs) so it hasn't happened before I guess she could be answering for the people that had the tattoos before and she wouldn't know. (laughs) (laughs) Didn't say ever. (laughs) Uh, That was a lot. Oh, yeah. There's this metal man that you guys called a thing. Oh. Oh? His name is O? No, it seemed lifeless. Yeah. Yeah, it, like, slumped further down than it was originally, as oh. if, like, there was some little bit of power in it originally, and then when the orb came out, it just, like, collapsed. Sure. Dandelion's gonna try and rouse it. Sure. Yeah, you, um. like, push on it, and it's just rattle, rattle, rattle. <laughs> it says rattle, rattle, <laughs> yeah. rattle. Yeah. <laughs> Performance check. <laughs> I'm dead. <laughs> Leave Don't me touch alone. Inside check. I did my job. <laughs> <laughs> I'm tired. I'm tired now. I'm too old for this. <laughs> uh, whereabouts in that room are we? That was like all the way on the opposite side of the room from where, from where we entered? So you guys entered and this was immediately to the left and then in front of you is this grid of letters which I'll describe. Were you going to do something else? Uh, so we can see that. Yes. Okay. Uh, I mean Dandelion's just going to try and Get it to wake up. Yeah, it does not. Uh, it does not wake up as you're just kind of like pressing on it and poking it and like moving its limbs a little bit. It's, it's not moving. It's dead. It was alive a second ago. And now it's dead. <laughs> it seems like it's dead. I, I mean, did those things live? I, I think so. They speak and. All right. Think and walk around and do things and talk to people. Uh, from what you said, we were the only two that mm-hmm. knew what this was. From either of our understanding of uh, Warforge that we would have seen or known, did this seem different? Um, I don't. I think the two of you just kind of generally know what they are, but not necessarily how they function. Um, sure. It's definitely weird that there was one, like, chilling in a cave, and then an orb came out of it. Well, and it, it spoke like it was programmed to do something. Sure. Uh, like, it, the verbiage, it, it was not talking like it was telling us something. It was talking like it was performing a function. Sure. I would say that you would um, believe that that's kind of like... Uh, if it was resting here for a period of time, uh, you would believe that, yes, it appears like it's completed its task, whatever it was dictated to do, and that was kind of like it witnessed clearly what whatever told it to do that thing, and this is like the, the last like death knells as it shut down. Not necessarily a programmed response. Sure. 
Well, I've never seen a man of metal. They're not usually made of metal where, I, where I'm from. But they're very similar. What are they made of? Usually wood. Oh. Vines. Okay. More like a tree. That's understandable. Kind of like a tree, but more more man-shaped than a tree. Man-tree. All right, I'll tuck <laughs> that away in my memory. Okay. <laughs> hmm. Autopsy check? <laughs> uh, sure, you can make a... Would it be a medicine check on it? You can make an arc- arcana check, I'll grant you that. It is It is arcane in nature. That is a... 17. Okay. Um, yeah, uh, you, you kind of, like, peer through... Uh, you, like, look into the eyes of this thing... Uh, and you can see that there are two, like, gems that have some wire wrapped around it beneath this these panes of glass. And as you kind of, like, look through, um, it definitely appears dead, like the light has left its eyes uh, type of deal. Um, but from, from your arcane understanding, whatever was powering this is no longer in it anymore. It's no longer in it? Yes. It's gone? It's gone. Okay. You would guess the orb. Right. Oh, because it, yeah. Yeah. Gotcha. Went out and then up. Wait, where did it go? Did through it just, the floor. Just went up through the floor. Yep. Whee! <laughs> okay. Yeah. That's abnormal. <laughs> yep. <laughs> All <it> right. <laughs> Definitely weird. Mm. Great. Mm-hmm. Anything in there? I don't think so. All right. I don't... I've never seen anything like this before. Nope, me neither. So, I mean, I feel like you and I are just gonna... chalk this one up to... <laughs> oh, God! <laughs> yeah, I'm not sure about the uh, the power source, either. It just fucked off. Yep. <laughs> Do you think we can get it back? Do you have a net? I'd start digging through my stuff. <laughs> I don't think a net will go through the ceiling. Oh, no, that's true. Do you have a spectral net? <laughs> Perhaps I we should continue this. with what we came here for. The spectral net. That's no, that's not. <laughs> that's it. what we need now. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. We have uh, addendum to the plan. <laughs> what do you have? A wand of smiles is what <laughs> I pulled out. Put that away. <laughs> <laughs> so we see. Letters on the ground? Yeah, so in front of you guys, you can see that there is uh, the entire width of the room uh, squares that each have a letter carved into them that um, is a little bit faint just from the years of like mm-hmm. dirt and dust collecting in the inlays of the letters. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, there is a, a grid of letters between you and the opposite side of the room where there is solid ground again. Gimifoon. Is that what? like a, a gimifoon? Does that mean something? I have no idea. Maybe the G is silent. Me fun. Me fun. <laughs> You're right. I don't think I know that language. It's common. <laughs> <laughs> You're it speaking. Is common. <laughs> yes, it You're is. speaking. Yeah. Yeah. Me fun. 
What does that word mean? Nifa. No, 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 it's two words. Me, <laughs> fun. Oh, okay, okay. Oh, in druidic it means something else. <laughs> what does it mean in druidic? Method. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's a type of... What? Seed. <laughs> For a tree? Yeah. Uh, you said it's carved into the floor? Yes. And they're, like, essentially visible, like, floor tiles? Yes. Correct. Um... Yeah, these are I all guess tiles. I want to, like, kneel down just outside of them and, mm-hmm. like, examine the carving and the tile and see if I can figure out. It doesn't seem like it says anything, and it's Me written fun. in <laughs> lettering from, like, the common alphabet. Yep. So I would think if it was going to say something in common, it would be evident. Yep. So, I would like to examine sure. one of these tiles. Yeah, go ahead and make a, uh, an examine investigation check. check. Nick, do you want to turn the light on? 17. Let me see if this... Uh, actually, does make it a lot easier for me to see the, the thing on the TV. Oh, yeah, <laughs> that's what I'm sure Because I was like, well, I can read Mifon. <laughs> and then... Tapsy... <laughs> Is it oh no, that's a Q, not a P. Is it dinner Me fun, faux bed. Sin. Mad. I see sin. Mad. Mad. R, R mad. Yeah, R mad. What a weird subreddit. Me fun. <laughs> I, don't, I don't think the light really... It did not do anything. That's fine. I can see like 95% of it. Just the Q that feels weird. You said 17, Lawrence? Correct. Yeah. And, and the U. I guess mm-hmm. it's clear. It's a weirdly invisible. Mm-hmm. Um, so with a 17, um, you can see that uh, these tiles appear to be like individually carved out. Like it's not like a, a grid. Like these were laid down individually. Um on top of something, uh, you do not see any distinguishing like words or markings or other carvings on it aside from these common a, letters. A singular letter on each tile. Is it loose? Tink, uh, tink, it is not. Tink, tink, tink. Yeah, as you try to like get your uh, dagger in between them, you can see that this is fairly intricately put together. That and there's not really a lot tight. of space. It's pretty tight. Yeah. How big are they? Any give at all. I like, you know, like yeah, like sure. tapping on a loose brick. Does it like no wobble? No, yeah, no, no, there's no give. It's, doesn't it's pretty straight. apply a little bit of pressure. Doesn't go down. No, you can see that these are fairly level. Uh, there isn't. There's nothing like that where the where they're like sitting on a, a base that's slightly unlevel. It's pretty. It feels pretty solid to your pressing. Um, Shay, are you looking for secret compartments? Absolutely. That's a good idea. <laughs> Absolutely. How big are the tiles? Uh, uh, the width of one square. So five by five. Five by five. Yes. Oh, they're big. Okay. Yeah. Damn. Yep. Um, I guess I'm gonna look up and look across the rest of the room from this point. What am sure. I seeing? So in the rest of the room, the only thing that is in here uh, that you can see is the cave paintings on the wall that 
showed that like video for mm-hmm. you guys mm-hmm. and the Warforged lying on the ground. Right, and then the whole room is kind of lit along the walls. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there are, and there are sconces. And so, the like, I can see more stuff on the backside here, but sure. what's on the backside sure. visibly Fair. to us? Um, so there is that little platform uh, that's on the other side, and then there is a doorway, and then just a stone wall that you're not able to see past. So there is an, so like there's a platform yep. and an opening, and I'm seeing this wall back here. Correct. But it's like through an opening. Yes. Mm. Try and jump on the tiles. Okay. Uh, which one are you jumping on? I'm going to fly over. One with the bomb under. To, yeah, that one. Uh, Me fun. No, we're playing Minesweeper. I was going to fly. I'll fly over to the F. This, okay. This. That one? That one. Okay. Uh, yeah, so you fly over and you land on the F. Uh, you're a foot tall. Mm-hmm. F and chat. She blew up. Just <laughs> <laughs> figuring out whether or not this arrow hits her in the head. F is for friends who dress up to It's a trap that was meant to maim. <laughs> now it's lethal. <laughs> Headshot. Oh, it's Elfmo all over it. Oh, God, no. no. You did Elfmo dirty. I did. <laughs> oh, my God. It was a raw scene, dude. What a wild time. I killed that man ruthlessly. Uh, yeah, you land on this F and... Uh, Nothing seems to happen. I'm so cons- I don't want to step on the F. How, how is it? What do you mean? Is it nice? You feel weird? No. It feels like a floor. Oh, that's good. There's just a letter on it. I think I think that's the only difference. Okay. I'll do like a little dance on it. Okay. Make a... <laughs> a jig check. <laughs> a performance check. Right? <laughs> My idea is not good. So we're not going to do that. Okay. Oh, no. Nothing happens. <laughs> Was it just... Oh, it's like, what if I make a snow angel? I'm <laughs> 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 not, not, not going to do that, though. Sure, it's fine. <laughs> yeah, nothing happens. You you tap up and down uh, on this F, and nothing happens. Freaking seem like there's anything wrong, right? But, and it doesn't, like, give under my feet or anything? Nope. Young master. Yep. <laughs> After you. <laughs> Is there anything magical about this floor? Yeah, I will... Oh, I'll cast. I'll hard cast Detect Magic. Fine. Okay. Right. Damn it. Not even, so upset. I not know, because it's ritual, but it's ten minutes. I mean, you know, it's a long time. We could time. spend ten minutes. I'm going to spend ten know how minutes many of these inspiring the floor. Wait, are you? No, wait! <laughs> No, I'll ritual cast it then. If you start speaking, I'll ritual cast it. Because I know it's going to be a while if Marcus starts yeah, talking. He's droning on. Like, oh. see, seeing oh. that she flew out fuck all ahead of us, I will absolutely tell you to, like, just stay put for a moment and then give a rousing, inspiring leader speech for Please. ten straight Please minutes. start it off. Uh, began... <laughs> In the year 3434, the second age. <laughs> Lucille Door! 
destroy it. I will recite ten minutes of the Lord. <laughs> I stare at you deadpan while I'm ritual casting detect okay. magic. During these ten minutes, mm-hmm. I'd like to rack my brain for uh, anything in. Uh, I mean, the layout of this on the floor. Are, how evident are seven, these letters? Pinpoints. Seven ten pinpoints. Like if I'm standing at one end, looking across the room, are they obvious? Like, can I see all of them from one end? Uh, Obviously, I can see them like this. But sure. Like if I'm standing down here. Yeah, that's understandable. Um, for, how much of that is clear to me? Sure. Um, for clarity, I will say that they are glowing a slight blue color, same as the Warforged was. Okay, and the room is lit, so yes, they're well, you pretty can evident. Them. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Uh, so then, during this ten minutes, I would like to rack my brain uh, for uh, anything in uh, Thieves' Cant. Sure. Or any ciphers that I know that... Might make this say something that it doesn't say in plain common. Sure. Uh, roll a intelligence. I'll give you, uh, advantage. you intelligence or do you want history? Your preference, but I'll give I you an advantage. I don't think it matters. It is just the same thing, right? Should just be the same. Yeah. Thing. Um, I'll give you advantage because it's a topic that you're familiar with. Sure. Mm-hmm. Ready for this devil three? It betrayed his sealed door. <laughs> uh, Fourteen. To his death. Okay. Um, <laughs> this is the best. Part. I swear to God, if you say "speak, friend, and enter." <laughs> no, 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 no. Mm-hmm. Mellow. Mellow. F. <gasps> we can spell melon. <laughs> We're done here. So I need to also spell Elon. Oh, no. <laughs> Stop. Stop. Um, yeah, so I would say with a 14, um, it does not seem to be Thieves Cant or a cipher that you recognize. The, the grid layout of this uh, from racking your brain from all of the, the various ciphers and things that you are familiar with and know, this does not appear to match any of them. Okay. Does this arrangement of letters in any way at all appear to be a phonetic bastardization of anything I know in Draconic, Dwarvish, Elvish, or Gnomish? Uh, it does not. Excuse me? <laughs> Okay. But good good thinking, though. Well, I'm stuck. <laughs> <laughs> I've done all I can. <laughs> look oh over God, and shake I, my uh, head. It came to the creature golem. <laughs> one of my trespasses had a name on it, or was it on in the book? In the book. Chad. What was it? Malana. <laughs> How do you spell that? M-A-L-O-N-N-A. M-A-L-O-N-N-A. C H. A. <laughs> D. <laughs> so it's like a path. Where do you see it? M A L O N N A. Oh, crap. Well, you're on the wrong letter. <laughs> you say that out loud. Over, yeah. I'm going to fly up. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, so as the 10 minutes pass, 
between that time, Shay stands back and looks at this grid from a bunch of different angles, doing like kind of like the dad golfer pose. <laughs> <laughs> Breaks out the visor <laughs> to try to Fantastic. determine and like. It's a little curve on the green. <laughs> uh, like draw some lines in the dust to try to determine if there is a cipher of some kind. Um, but can't seem to find anything. Uh, Rin, your detect magic fires off. Your ten-minute inspiring uh, speech finalizes mm -hmm. with, I'm assuming you sealed or destroy it. Uh, no, no. It would definitely... <sighs> what chapter were you reading? I mean, I would <laughs> say it would conclude with the, the idea of it came to the most unexpected of creatures. Okay, Does, does this mean that Lord of the Rings is canon in world? Absolutely. <laughs> At this point, I've covered my ears. Your father has read it to you, or your mother has in read it to you? In druidic lore. Someday. Marcus uh, will retire. <laughs> right down the story. So um, England. <laughs> And when you get uh, conjuration and evocation from this grid. Oh, great. Okay. Uh, and then Twig points out the entire grid. Yes. Just like just all one. Just all lit up. Yeah. Great. Okay. Yep. Yeah. Each plate gives off that. Each plate. Yes. Okay. Both on each. Both on each. And yeah, Twig. Uh, Says the name Milana and then points at the letters. Should I touch them? party, ready to let you do it. Just hunker behind Marcus, but like peer around his elbows. Yeah, I just kind of my eyes widen, but I have my goggles on so nobody can see it. <laughs> All right, yeah, I'm gonna fly over and yep. just yes, like. <laughs> just hop on the front, on the end. Yeah, you stand on the M. Nothing happens. And then I'll fly over and tap dance on the on the A, mm -hmm. and just keep like doing like a little little jig, little flying like hopping. Sure. Yeah. Between next one. <laughs> you watch as Dandelion lands rather forcefully on this letter, and you hear a click. And the plate swings downward, and Dandelion disappears from your view as another plate swings back up. Uh, and Dandelion, because you're rather small, this is uh, less problematic. Mm -hmm. um, but you fall down into a... And you can fly, so yeah. kind of irrelevant. Uh, but you fall down into a pitch black space that is five by five that narrows as it goes down. Uh, that would trap you but you're a foot tall and fly, so... I'm still stuck in here. You're still stuck. Yeah, Dandelion has vanished from your view and is under mm -hmm. a trapdoor of some kind in the ground. So nothing happened on the first two? Correct. I guess... Can I flip this over? Is there still an L there? You said it was replaced by another L, right? Uh, no, it was replaced by just like a, a, a formless door. Sure. And as you can see, there's a sad face. <laughs> oh, no. Uh, I, I wasn't some expecting a sad face. It should be replaced by a sad face. Uh, yeah, okay. Now you know why face. there were so many sad faces missing. <laughs> <laughs> now, how many sad faces were missing? Uh, yeah, so there's a sad face. Uh, well, is it dark? It's dark in here. Mm-hmm. He still has Detect Magic up. Yeah, yes. I'm going to say I have the high ground. Is, <laughs> is that tile 
still showing magic. Uh, um, to it, him. It is, yes. I'm going to float above M. Okay. <laughs> yeah, you're right. That is a floor. <laughs> Damn you, dudes. Yeah. I'll, uh, where'd you go to? A? Yeah. Yep. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, Help. Oh. Just kinda... it's, it's dark in here. Can Just... you hear her muffled echoes, cries from inside? Are you crying? Are you saying anything? I was just saying she help. She just said help. Oh, then, yeah, you can hear it. <laughs> help, help. Okay, help. I'll kind of just, I guess I'll use my sword and just kind of push down on that plate to try and trigger it again. Sure. Um, yeah, make a uh, make a strength check for me. Fantastic. Oh, geez. Pull out my grappling hook. Okay. Uh, so that's 15. I think it's minus one, so it should be 14. Okay. Uh, yeah, so you push down on this plate, and it swings down again. And then back up and locks into place. Do I see Dandelion? Hmm? Uh, can I fly out, or does it happen very quickly? It happens. I mean, you could fly out in, in that time span if you react. I would say the first time mm-hmm. it happens you probably would not be quick enough to react to that. Let's try again, oh. and I'll mm-hmm. do it again. Swing my grappling. <laughs> <laughs> Just pitch it in the back of my <laughs> <laughs> uh, Yeah, Dandelion, go ahead and make a dexterity saving throw as okay. you zoom out of the door. Okay, okay, okay. Do I have Do I have advantage on that since I'm tiny? That's a great question. I do. I think you do. Yes. Okay, one of them's a 19. Okay, yeah. Oh, I thought that was a different number. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, so this plate swings down, Dandelion zooms down, and it flips back into place with a sad face. Oh. You, you might want to stay above them. I didn't think that would happen. Turn around. Um, Good luck, everyone else. <laughs> Move on to the end. Yeah, you're floating above it, so. Okay. I'm still going to take my time. Mm-hmm. Yep. I'm going, uh. I mean, so I guess I'm going to walk over to that first M that mm-hmm. Dandelion was on. I'm going to, like, tap it with my foot and make sure that it can take more weight than a Dandelion before I step on it. But sure. then I, as long as it seems like it's not going to depress in any sort of way, I'll step onto that first M. Yeah, it, it feels like it's being held forcefully as you step on it, like sure. it's solid ground. And then I'll do the same with that A. Yep. And then I'll step on the L she should have stepped on. Yes. There's two L's. And then I'll <laughs> reach for that O that she should have stepped on after the L she should have stepped on. Yep. And I will proceed... Through the rest of the Through letters. the N-N-A as directed by Twig. Yes. And, and I'm fine the whole safely. way. Okay. Right. <laughs> I'm so glad I did that because I originally had it the other way. But I realized that the eyes led in that direction, so I switched them, and Twig fell right into my trap and let, read it right up the side, as did Sarah. Right into my trap. At least it was me. Yeah, you were light enough that it was debatable whether or not it was going to trigger. Is that right. what happened with you? I rolled really low. Yeah, so I, just, I just walk past past Rand and like, tap him on the shoulder. Yeah, I'll, just, I'll, just, I'll just follow you as you just clearly don't fall down into any holes. Thank you for the resub, Evan. Forty-eight months, yeah, four decades. Wow. And and then yeah, I guess I'll uh, I'll you know sneakily peer into the next area and mm-hmm. start scoping it out while I wait for everybody to catch sure. up. What's everybody else doing? I will follow the path. 
Marcus, you have your grappling hook <laughs> at the ready. Tie a rope around the warforged. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then eat. <laughs> <laughs> I make attempt to lift him. <laughs> yeah, yeah, absolutely. How You're heavy is enough. this thing? Um, great question. <laughs> How many can I trigger at once? <laughs> No, no, no. I've got a plan. Oh, no. Paladin. <laughs> yeah, sure. About 280. 280? You're going to pull out your crowbar next? 270 to 300 pounds. God damn. Yeah, they're heavy, hefty boys. Way to carry. Do you need help? <laughs> nope. <laughs> no, I don't. That's good, because I can't really carry much. I know. Uh, yeah, I'm going to... Uh, fasten it around him tightly so this way I can uh, effectively hold onto over my shoulder, almost like a rucksack, hold on sure. to the hook. Okay. So this way he is just tied to it. Yep. Uh, and yeah, like firemen get it up over my back like a piggyback. Right? Oh, <laughs> bit heavier than I was expecting, but leave no man behind, young master. <laughs> It's dead! And I will follow the path with my new friend. I'm just gonna like look at you like this. <laughs> it's dead. We can bring it back, young you master. You could have just left it there. We're gonna come back this way. Are we? I don't know. <laughs> Me neither. It's coming with. I will piggyback this, this poor lost soul over. Yeah, you walk across the M, the A, the correct L, O, mm -hmm. N, N, and then A, and you make it onto the other side. Mm -hmm. I'm going to move the camera real quick. Mm -hmm. You guys are all safely across the letters. The letter, the letter puzzle. Good job, Mom. Mm hmm. Hmm. Well, I mean, I don't know if this is needed for anything ahead. Can't hurt to. It hurts carry. a bit. It's quite heavy. Well, can't hurt most of us. Yes. <laughs> You do you, Marcus. I don't... Well, <laughs> start scouting ahead. Yeah. Rather be safe than sorry, young master. <laughs> yep, so... You're in pain. Go ahead. Hmm? Were you going to say something? I said maybe we can help. The... Oh, sure. Mm -hmm. Yes. Um, as you uh, peek down this hallway, um, the area where the red is drawn... Uh, is kind of where like the wall is like it's not right next to you um, but you guys are on a raised platform about 15 feet off the ground and below you is what looks like um, kind of almost like solidified lava where it's very uh, black but not shimmery like obsidian is would any of us know that that's what that is um, that's a great question. Uh, no, I would okay. say that it's. <laughs> uh, are you good. sure? Mm -hmm. I mean, you might. You I mean, might. history. I am. Okay, yeah, go ahead. Moving carefully to be quiet. Sure. <laughs> um. So, I mean, obviously, if I was like putting my foot down slow enough to be quiet, and I felt like my foot was gonna go through something, I probably sure. wouldn't. You know, ah, this is fine. Sure. <laughs> Dirty 20. Okay. Um, yeah. Uh, you would be familiar with uh, with obsidian and the process in which that's formed. Uh, and you would know that this looks similar to that, but it's like crusted over almost. 
Um, and I will say that you recall that the uh, sword that the flame-eyed one had been carrying towards the end appeared kind of like cracked black stone with red uh, hot marks going through it towards the end of that vision. Yeah, I'll let everybody know that we're walking on stuff like that. Yep. Is it hot in here? Uh, it's it's a little toasty. Yeah, it's it's definitely weirdly hotter below the surface than it was above. You might even say it's getting hot in here. Getting hot in here. Liquid hot magma. <laughs> <laughs> so hot in here. It's probably yeah. magma below us. Uh, Should I check it out? No. Nope. I can blast it. No, do not blast anything. No blasting. <laughs> no one blasting. Arsonist says so. <laughs> Nobody has any more dynamite, right? <laughs> Noted. And I will... <laughs> no, no, put that away. You don't need that. <laughs> carefully and quietly down the hallway, having sure. witnessed traps, mm-hmm. keeping an eye out for more traps. Mm-hmm. Very good. Yeah. I think I would probably also... Is it lit back here now that we're out of that area? Uh, it is. There are far less torches, but it is But there still is lit. still some amount. Yes. Um... I think I have a hooded lantern. Is that right? Yes. Um, I would pull a hooded lantern just to be sure that I was eyeballing for traps mm-hmm. as accurately as could be. Sure. And What's uh, everybody's uh, walking order down this one-by-one pathway? First. I would bring up the rear because I've got extra weight. Extra weight. He's got a dump truck. Yeah, I'm moving slightly slower. Sure. Uh, I'll go behind you then. Uh, Nice. (laughs) Party time. Do you want to be in front of me or behind me? I would gesture and wait. And you're still still using magic peepers, correct? Magic peepers. I got my dark vision goggles on and I'm floating. (laughs) Is it is it completely? You said it is pitch black in here, right? It's not pitch black. It's just less lit than the other room. There's less. Yeah, where there might have been like a torch every like five to eight feet now there's a torch like every 12 to 15 yep. they're lit yes okay yeah all righty <laughs> it's very welcoming down here young man <laughs> i'm s- i'm i'm so concerned same there's a metal man on my back again these that's a choice you made <laughs> i know <laughs> you didn't like these torches that's fair <laughs> yeah the, the torches in the other room when you guys walked down Flicked into they life. flicked in. Okay. Yes. I mean, did we happen to see if, as those were, did they all f- turn on simultaneously, or did they like cascade on? It was like kind of like a, oh no, not a and cascade. As they cascaded on. Did we see back into the back of the chamber? Did it continue down this? Yeah. Obviously not around the corner. Sure. But yeah, you could see that there was the light coming from in there already. Yes. Nice. Good. That's welcoming. Mm-hmm. I like friendly places. I don't think this is one. I feel like a, any sort of check from me as I keep an eye out for traps and try to be quiet. Uh, yes, make a investigation check for me, please. Seventeen. Uh, yeah, as you... Uh, Move. You can move yourself to the next of the larger platforms, uh, and everybody can file in behind. To it, or yep. to here? To there. Other side, yep. 
Yep. Tamam. There he is. There he is. Boom. Can I walk on the wall? Inside yep. of the ground. Okay. I would do that. Yep. Oh god. Yeah. So you're you're <laughs> over you're, you're over. Nah, there. I think I'd, I'd stay sideways on there. I don't want to go on the ceiling. Okay. Yeah. So are you walking on the wall next to you? That's close or the far mm-hmm. wall? Yeah, okay. like where I am. Okay. Yeah, just yeah, that's right next to me. Just uh, yeah, just not on the ground, just in case. Yep. No, that's understandable. He's just bridging it. <laughs> <laughs> are the are the walls also obsidian? Uh, no. Here they okay. are regular, just cave walls. It's just the floor. Okay. Very cool. Uh, yeah, and you guys make your way to a uh, slightly broken uh, rope bridge that is hanging across between these two rocks. There are a few planks missing every few feet. How does this? Oh man! What's a you know lantern? What's it look like down there? Uh, yeah. So if you guys make your way further down this um, tunnel and you look further down, you can see that the floor here looks similar to how it did previously but there are more of these orange and red cracks in the stone is there anything through the boards of this bridge bridge since there's a bridge right uh no there is nothing other than just this stone below just more stone correct it's just 15 feet down further down so there's like a a a, yeah yeah there's like a, a tiny pit well, so you guys are raised up. Everywhere the red is is 15 feet down. Oh, and the walls are where? Behind, along the red, on the far side. Opposite side. Yes. So if we're here, we see the walls here? Correct. Okay. Yes. And same on the other side where it's further away from the path. Okay. Oh, so the Mr. Pigeon can't Oh, yeah, so then I'm... So he'd yes. be on a wall over here. Yes. Or over there. Yes. You'd be able to get to it, but it's because you'd be able to get to yeah, it. Yeah, I just meant the closer wall or the one that's I, further. I away misunderstood from the completely. Got it. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Still on the wall though. Yeah. That, does that look safe? <laughs> I mean, I, obviously, you, like, you I got magic mean, shoes. Yeah, it doesn't look like it like goes away from people. No, though. No, no. If I follow it, I'll meet. Then yeah, I would. Yeah, you'll meet him over there. Yeah, yeah, that's fine. I'll stick with my plan then. I'll just and wave from meet over us here. right here. <laughs> yep. Yeah, I'll just um, wave at you guys as I bypass the bridge. Uh, I guess, you know, before I take a step out onto this bridge, um, does this side seem like it's fastened sturdy where it's fastened? Uh, yeah, you can see that the uh, the bridge itself does look old, as does everything here. I mean, as old as stone can look, but uh, it doesn't look like it's frayed. It looks like it's new, but has been, like, preserved. Like, where it's super dusty. Like, when, when you see people, like, open stuff in, like, a sarcophagus in, like, Egypt, where it's new, but, like, just kind of covered in a layer of, of dust. More preserved than old. It looks like it's well-fastened, but very old. Rope and wood planks? Yes. So I want to check the rope on this end before I put weight on it. Sure. So uh yeah. Yeah. Seem you, like it's decent rope. It does, yeah. It feels like it's it's taut. Okay. Um what's the largest gap between planks? Uh two feet between each of the larger. Okay, so gaps. not far enough that you couldn't make it in a stride. No. Uh just planks. No just planks. rope at the sides. There there is rope at the sides, I'm sorry. Okay, there's yeah. like somewhere to put it. Yeah, a there's hand. a guide rope. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, then I would Carefully, but I would proceed. Mm-hmm. Very good. Uh, yeah, so you step out onto these 
uh, onto these planks and you make your way uh, safely across this fairly sturdy but holy bridge. It seemed like it could take the weight of a Marcus carrying a Warforged. Um, make a... a big man in... He's a big man. Heavy big armor. Big, carrying big armor. a metal man. I would like to help him. <laughs> sure. Uh, one of you can make an intelligence check with advantage. Alright. Be you. I mean, I would, like, turn around at the end and be like... So that no. seems sturdy enough, and like wait for him to step across to sure. make his evaluation. Oh goodness! Yeah, that's gonna be a ten, I believe. Sure. Yeah. Um, the bridge felt like it, you know, was a fairly sturdy rope bridge. You can see that there are uh, stones that are jammed into this rope that drive it somewhere beneath the ground. Okay. So, it seems sturdy. Probably sturdy enough. That's all I needed to hear. (laughs) (laughs) You all go ahead. (laughs) I'm going to float over on the planks and then jump when I need to, remembering the quality control that I was told about. (laughs) Now they were tested. (laughs) Just going to skip along the wall. Yep. Dancing around. Mm-hmm. Okay. Just, you know, Let him know just in case. He really make my way across. He can evaluate for himself if he feels comfortable with it. Yeah, I'll just kind of like, as you approach, I'll just point. Mm-hmm. Seems pretty sturdy. Look. I trust you implicitly, young master. <laughs> <laughs> Crunch. <laughs> so anyways, in the meantime, I'd be proceeding. Yep. Yeah, me too. To whatever this mm-hmm. is. Sure. Uh... Rin, you're making your way forward as well. Twig, you're making your way across the bridge, or are you um, doing something um, fancy to get across? Uh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to follow Mr. Pigeon with my spider shoes. Okay. You go back and follow. Yep. Yeah, you're going to double back and follow around. I'm just kind of like watch Marcus like... <laughs> Seems sturdy! <laughs> I'm going to help Marcus and try and alleviate some of the weight. Sure. Uh, yeah, Marcus, you step onto this this bridge. <laughs> had to take the Warforged. And it sags slightly under your weight, but the rope holds. Uh, as Dandelion like grabs onto the back of your, uh, you don't have a shirt. I would have hair. Uh, I was gonna help. <laughs> I would have grabbed like the warforged. Yeah, no, I know. Yeah, yeah. You, you grab the warforged. Hold the cheeks. <laughs> <laughs> By the ears. Shimmer would probably help too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, just the two. So of you, mm-hmm. you and Shimmer grab onto like. The, the two arms of the Warforged that are draped over Marcus's shoulder and just like slightly lift them as Marcus steps and uh, you make it across this rope bridge careful to step across the gaps. That's great! Uh, <laughs> and you make it across successfully. Mm. How high are this? Is there, it's a like a tunnel, right? Like how high yeah. is the ceiling? Uh, the ceiling is like 30 feet. Mm, okay. That's, that's too high. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> Get up there and drop me a rope! <laughs> Uh, yeah, what am I looking at here? Uh, yeah, so you can see that there are two stalagmites uh, that descend down, or stalactites, I don't remember which is Stalagmites are on the ground. Yeah, C for ceiling, G for ground. That makes sense. Uh, yeah, so it's that one. Uh, Stalactite. (laughs) Hanging down. (laughs) Right. Uh... So, there's that one. Uh... Spiky spiky boys. Stalagmite. Uh... (laughs) coming up from the ground, formed into a flat area that you can leap onto. Uh, 
Uh, there are two of those before continuing into another raised section. Um, you notice here that the floor is much more red and cracked, uh, and the walls have also begin uh, have also begun to become uh, like a charred black color as well, kind of like uh, almost like like smoky fingers kind of stretching out from the area that you were continuing, where it's not just like a stopping point. It's just like a... Yeah, it's fine. This is a bad place. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. Uh, just what you've got shown there, five feet? Mm-hmm, five feet. Um, okay. One hop this time? <laughs> <laughs> I guess I will uh, <laughs> just just ask Ren to back up a couple of steps and just give myself a, enough of a a start into the jump to make the jump, but not so much to overshoot it. Just sure. Um, and before you uh, do that, Ren, I will say that you now that you've come around the corner, having seen Marcus cross the bridge, you see that there is. Uh, evocation magic uh, in the center of the second stone. Of the second, second one. stone. Yes. Yeah, I'll, I'll I'll warn you about the the next stone. Sure. Um. Yeah. Are you able to see what it is? Not exactly. Would you like to go first? Perhaps you could get a better eye on it. <laughs> sure. So I'll I'll take the first jump then. Mm-hmm. Onto yeah. the first stone. Uh, make a dexterity check for me as you leap five feet to another rock. Fantastic. Ooh, that's a dirty twenty. Yeah, you deftly leap from the front uh, where you are standing to this first stone and land fairly sturdily. Uh, and as you look down, you can see that there is almost like a. Uh, a like a dot in the center of this stone. Uh, are you going to try to look at what the rune is that's carved? Yeah. Okay. Make a perception check for me. Perception. Oh, come on. The second time. This... Uh, are you perception? That's an 18. Okay. Um, yeah, so you can see that this uh, rune appears to be for the spell Fairy Fire. Fairy Fire? Mm. I'm going to fire bolt the rune? Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I'll say that you... You firebolt this uh, carved rune and uh, make a, make an attack roll. Okay. That is a natural 20. <laughs> yeah. Uh, you smack dead center into this rune and essentially blast it off of the rock and you watch as the magic fades. Yep. Look back at Shay. We're good to go. And then I'll... <laughs> yeah. you jump. jump again. Another dex check? No, you you, okay. you twenty with the first one. I'm only doing one check for the whole thing. Okay. Uh, you land deftly on the next stone and deftly to the other side. Boom. Hey. 
See what you got. Don't land on the happening space. <laughs> 18. Yeah. You leap across and land behind Ren. Hip. Hip. Hands on the waist. <laughs> and then there's two people on the wall. What's that? I've gotten a nine on my performance check to skip along the wall. <laughs> <laughs> to skip? Yeah, 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 put a little flair it's in it. It's really, really, like, like jaunty. Two-stepping. Yeah. yeah, not very good, though, I guess. Yeah. But Twig, what are you, uh, how are you moving? She's I'm also on the wall. I'm just going to walk. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, 16. A convincing walk. Yeah, really good a walk. cat walk. Solid cat walk. <laughs> she does a little turn on the cat. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you get to the corner and just like... Yeah, you're fine. There's wind for some reason. You're just flying over here. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm going to help Marcus again, because this is really scary. I'm also... No, no, Dandelion, I've got this. I've carried heavier loads... Before. Feel free to use okay. your grappling hook for, I don't know, getting across. Nope, I got this warforged. I'm going to help anyway. All right. I'm going to cast Mage Hand as well. So there's me, Shimmer, and the Mage Hand all. <laughs> the glorious 10 pounds of Mage <laughs> Hand. <laughs> yeah. Okay. It makes a, makes a big difference, mm-hmm. those extra 10 pounds, you mm-hmm. know. <laughs> How far is the, the drop? Uh, 15 feet. That's not bad at all. Mm-hmm. Uh, you said it's full uh, <laughs> like magma down there. Uh, it's, it's it just it feels worse. It's not magma. It's just it's stone. It's definitively oh. stone. You could stand if you landed on it, but it is blackened stone with with fiery cracks in it. But uh, <laughs> lava. It's got yeah, fiery cracks. cracks. <laughs> it's your turn, fun. John. Get in the lava. Dude, I Can't love lava. Me. This happened right. weeks ago. I mean, I guess I would. I would. Shuffle Ren forward, seeing that there won't be space when uh, when Marcus gets across. Mm-hmm. So that we're yeah, I guess I'd, I'd skip way. ahead too. Mm-hmm. Try and try and get into I don't know, wave people to the finish line. <laughs> yep, <laughs> flag us in. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there you go. We'll we'll flag you in. See, <laughs> check my rope. Make sure he's taut over my shoulders. All right, you're good. Ready. All right. Take five, you know, step yep. back. So I have a, a good ten feet of a running head start. Mm-hmm. And Marcus, try teleporting. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> and I will, uh, like Santa Claus, going roof to roof, <laughs> leap with my big old present for that first pillar. Very good. Uh, go ahead and make the the old dexterous jump. For a very athletic man for, uh, well, for jumping. <laughs> I guess that's fair. You can use the, the other one. As a man who cleared fences. Athletics. Yes, no, that's as understandable. A young, a young lad. As a 10. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's not a high check. Good. You, you land on the other side and you, you hear the stone like thump a little bit as you land fairly heavily and you, you lean forward a little bit. But Whoa! Dandelion like... <laughs> I helped... And you, you land safely on the other side. Good job. This next one's actually probably going to be harder because I don't have a running head start. I probably should have just kept going, but... Well. <laughs> Momentum. Yeah, but he wanted to roll again. That's a, that's a dangerous thought, carrying my momentum forward <laughs> when I have to angle. <laughs> <laughs> huh? 
Mm-hmm. Yep, I'm gonna do a good squat, good squat jump. and power jump forward, of which you have done numerous times. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Victoria Queen of the Dance <laughs> squats <laughs> <laughs> professionally. Hmm. Yeah, no. If I could make that jump, I'm carrying this motherfucker with me. Yeah, like I said, one dex check. Uh, you you leap and you make it definitely like you said more difficult this mm-hmm. time than the previous. Mm-hmm. Uh, but you were able to make it across. Yeah, I will. I'll take a couple of seconds to catch my breath and just pat the good old Warforged on the mm-hmm. head and look back at Dandelion. Good job. Oh God. I thought you might need my help. Yeah, it was fantastic. You were did wonderfully. What's going on up there? Ren, you being at the front, make a perception check for me with your night vision goggles. <laughs> <laughs> you did oh, see Mr. Pigeon uh, flagging you in for a landing. <laughs> well, should I be concerned? No. Just stand there. He's waving you in, but instead of the little white wands, he has sickles. Fine. <laughs> okay. Um, so as you're looking in front of you, you can see that there is... Uh, some sort of like shape carved into the wall above this door, but you can't really see it. Like, is it in stone are. or is it? It's carved into this whole wall in front of you is uh, black stone. The same black stone from the ground that is kind of like crackling more so with this uh, with this red, but you can't really like see enough to visualize what it's making out. Uh, so the, what do you mean the wall next to me in front? Is there in like front of you? So blocking, looking across it's not the blocking bridge. our path. No, there's a there's a doorway, but okay. on the wall there's something. Well, okay, from your perspective. Gotcha. Uh, you can't really see what it is with a nine. Would I have had to walk over it to get in? Uh, yes. Would it have meant anything to me to make me stop or now? I would say from the angle you were at, you would not have been able to see it. Sure, that's fine. Yeah. Yeah, I just want to make sure I didn't, like, mess up a train. Yeah, no, no, no. Nope. Cool. I'll just, I'll point it out to everyone behind me. You guys see this? Sure. Do we? I'll, like, lean out. Since uh, he's per- still got per- magic yeah. papers? <laughs> yeah, perception checks. I'm going to hold everyone? the chin of the Warforged up and have me look at it. <laughs> What's it mean, buddy? <laughs> oh, no, don't do that. <laughs> no. <But> Come on. <laughs> Ten. Let's slide my gauntlet into his mouth. <laughs> Great friend, Marcus! <laughs> oh, no. He's starting to lose it. Not again! Prison was rough. <laughs> I mean, it was. My short institu- <laughs> institutionalized time inside of a prison. 18. 18. Okay. Uh, uh, yeah, so Dandelion, um, what you see is that carved into this wall, as you are far back enough that you can kind of see this whole thing, this doorway appears to be. Uh, the mouth of a much larger carving of a screeching face. And the smoky fingers that you had seen on the wall behind you, you can see start up at the top of this face and descend down, kind of twirling and wrapping along the walls. And you can see that they look kind of snake-like in nature. I don't know if we should go in there. Okay. <laughs> well, they're, well, they're already in there. I don't know if they should have gone in there either. That's Look fine. Look at it. It's a face. Yeah. Is there anything magical about it? No, right? Nothing mm-hmm. magical about it? 
Nope. Despite there being a face? Nope. Scared. All right. No. Nope. Nothing magical. in there, young master. What the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> We're going to talk about this later, Marcus. <laughs> For the best, <laughs> I'll, I'll proceed forward. Yeah, I mean, uh, yeah, you proceed forward across this bridge. Uh, go ahead and make a dex check. Or, no, I'm sorry, this bridge was solid. I a just dex didn't check? Have, mm-hmm. No, I just didn't. Do have I need a solid, blade song? No, you're good. I just I didn't have a solid bridge for that one. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, and you guys make it into this, uh, into this larger pile. chamber. Uh, which there is a wall on the far side, I just didn't put it so the camera can see, mm-hmm. right. You are in this extremely large chamber, and I'll wait till Mike gets back to uh, describe the shape right, yeah. it looks like. I mean, once we step in and uh, able to see where we are, I would put down my buddy. Very good. Against a wall and rest him. Yeah, his head just. I would try to close his eyelids. <laughs> put, some, put some sunglasses like, on him. Yeah. I, I float over to Marcus as he's trying to do this. And whisper in his ear, please stop. <laughs> Just let him go. He'll be fine. <laughs> Weakened at century. We can rebuild him. <laughs> we have the technology. We have the technology, young master. I have to believe. Uh, yeah, so as you guys make your way through the mouth of this face mm-hmm. into this large cavernous area, um, you can see that the walls are completely scorched black and rippling with this red uh crackling hot fiery like shrieks through it uh it's it's warm in here not like overbearingly hot but on the verge of like the hottest summer day you've ever experienced like it is really really warm in here Mm. um and you can see that all of these black streaks seem to concentrate as your eye traces them towards a pedestal at the center of the room uh, and sitting inside of this crackling black and red and orange stone pedestal is the black sword that you saw the flame-eyed one carrying in the vision sticking out of it slightly glistening Sticking out of the stone? Yes. Does the vat look magical to his magic pictures? <laughs> uh, it does not bones. look magical. It, it just doesn't look magical? It does not look magical. <laughs> what the fuck do you mean it doesn't look magical? Perfectly safe. Hey, <laughs> yeah, dude. I put my Warforge down. <laughs> That's... No. There's no way. Is that... kind of... I'll tell you, no. I don't sense any magic from it, but that seems odd. Checks out. Given the... where we are. Mm-hmm. That's the sword from the vision. Mm-hmm. Is there any reason it wouldn't appear as such, even if it was? I don't know if I know. Do I know? Um, Am I in the know? Make, make a history check for me. All right. Oh, no. <laughs> don't fail me, wizard boy. <laughs> Uh, that is a 14. Um, you're going right into it. Oh, yeah, I'm going full chat. Are you shitting me? (laughs) There's a sword and a rock. That you would be familiar with the studies of uh, abjuration magic in terms of altering states of things. Right. Okay. Yes, there might be a reason. Uh, Marcus, what are you doing? Hey, calm it down there, bud. 
There's a sword in the stone. Yep. Another ancient druidic tale. I've heard that one too. <laughs> sure. Have you? I'm going to cast mage armor on myself. <laughs> if you're really determined, go ahead. You see me like glisten with magical armor. Yeah, I mean, I wouldn't run up and immediately <laughs> kick first. Yeah, I mean, I would observe uh, whatever mm-hmm. you said it's set into a pedestal. Yeah. Okay, how big be yonder pedestal? Uh, yonder pedestal is about uh, uh, five by five. By five by five. By five by five. Hold on. It exists in the fourth dimension? No, no wonder you can't detect yeah. it, young master. We must I need that rise. It takes up, it takes another up dimension. <laughs> Be careful, Marcus. You'll get sucked in. Five by five by five by five by five. All right. Um, <laughs> So many fives. (laughs) So as Marcus walks towards this pedestal, and you just kind of like look at him in bewilderment and cast major armor on yourself. (laughs) Be careful. Um, You all feel like a breeze on the back of your neck. Son of a bitch. As you can see, (laughs) you are getting ambushed, not me. (laughs) As you can see the wall begin to ripple similarly to like when you have a uh like a grill lit where you have that radiant heat coming off of it as the wall begins to ripple and these shadowy smoky tendrils begin to slowly retract from the wall towards this pedestal and you watch as from the corners of the room these from these pillars and from these smoky tendrils, you see the pillar and the uh, pedestal begin to move. And as it does, you see a uh, as if someone was leaned backwards and the sword was in their chest. You see them begin to form out of this pedestal. And you, what you see is a what looks similar to a very large, demonic, vaguely elven figure with crackled skin, a red hot and white hot at the center core in its chest with the blade sticking out of it with these snake-like black obsidian tendrilled hair with red cracks through them. And as it stands and raises its shoulders up and cracks, it reaches up and grasps the top of the blade and pulls it from its chest and screeches. And we are all going to roll initiative. I'm sure we can talk this out. Oh, oh man. <laughs> oh, my initiative roll is bad. Mm. And you said it's uh, dimly lit in here? Uh, I still have a lantern. It is. Is it dim lighting? Uh, no, it's, it's well lit in here. Damn it. I want dim lighting for Shadow Blade. Need that advantage. This could be a friend. No! Yeah. No, this is like how. This is this is what happens when you walk into a boss room in Dark Souls. That's. Hey, forms right. from the blade and just. Yep, yeah, yeah, hey, bud! Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm sure we can talk it out. I feel. Prepared. No, never! You can never talk it out. We can talk it out. There's never talking. Only, only killing. You don't know. Would this yeah. be akin you to... Feel free uh, to use your actions to talk it out. <laughs> we can talk it out. Takah in... 
little bit. Yep. Tragic comic. Similar to that. Go nuts. <laughs> I was thinking Elvish. Nah. <laughs> All right, uh, Marcus. Seventeen. Dandelion. Uh, I have a an eleven, and Shimmer has a twelve. I think. I think it's twelve. Okay. Uh, Ren. I have thirteen, and I need to roll for my familiar. <laughs> Very good. <laughs> oh no. Oh yeah, Luna. If you want to post the artwork in the uh, in the D and D art chat in the Discord, it's I will uh, I'll pull that up. It's a four for my four raven. For the bird. Twig. Sixteen. Mr. Pigeon. Nine. And Shay. Eighteen. Right. Let me pull up the artwork. <clears throat> there you go. Mm-hmm. Uh-oh. Oh, yeah, that'll sure. work. That's right. cool. Mm-hmm. Hit her with a slap in the face. <laughs> <laughs> Bitch! <laughs> a very beautiful job. Give my sword. Mm-hmm. Uh, all right. Give me a moment here. All right, first up, with an initiative count 20, everyone please make a charisma saving throw for me, please. 14. Uh-oh. Paladin. 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 <laughs> Just scum it. 22. Oh, no. Warlock. Warlock. <laughs> right. Warlock. 25. Charisma. 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 <laughs> scum it, scum it. Nine. <laughs> uh, Twig. 18. There you go. Paladin. <laughs> Mr. Pigeon. 14. Boo. And Chip. Uh, you had 14 as well. Uh, okay, so... No. Uh, no. Ren is the only one that fails. Yay! <laughs> you told me to be careful. At least I'm prepared. Should have gotten closer. <laughs> right? It's warm up here. So as this screech echoes out around you uh, not literally deafening you, but it is deafening. Uh, Oh, she's trying to deafen me. (laughs) You hear a ringing in your ear, and as you almost can't look away from this figure, you see the snakes on her head turn towards you and also screech, and it... (laughs) Is this what we're fighting? Yeah. There you go. My Minotaur King... Oh, she big. She very big. Oh no. Um, and it's very warm up here. <laughs> you are entranced by these snakes that like twirl and slither uh-huh. on her head uh-huh. and screech at you, uh, and you have disadvantage on deck saves and attack rolls until the end of your next turn. Sure, deck saves won't be necessary in a firefight. No, no, no. <laughs> I'm really good on decks and attack rolls. Decks and attack rolls until the end of your next turn. Gotcha. <laughs> no attack uh, rolls to be made. Yeah, uh, and the whistle, next man. is uh, first up would be Shay. All right. Um, I will also say for clarity that you see that around. 
this creature, you see these white hot, uh, like tenderly chains, uh, almost like vines kind of erupting from the center of her chest and being dragged around on the ground uh, around her in a 10 foot space. White hot chains, you said? Yes. Okay. It's warm up here. <laughs> nice. Um, uh, Marcus is within five feet of her. Mm-hmm. Currently, yes. And um, she looks hostile. Looks like she's gonna hit it for yeah. now. I mean, Got I'm it. next to you, and I'm like, ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, my dexterity saving throws. <laughs> my ears. <laughs> um. Okay. Um. All right. I'm going to. Uh, move to here and then I'm gonna realize I haven't drawn my sword yet yeah I'm gonna huck this hooded lantern at her <laughs> sure and then draw my sword mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> improvised uh, weapon <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh yeah sure improvised weapon go ahead yes mm-hmm Hmm. I'm guessing it's not gonna hit. Uh, it's a nine on the die. <laughs> <laughs> that does not hit. Uh, so you throw this lantern towards this thing, and it just cracks on the stone in front of her and just tumbles to the ground. Uh, she look at me. Yes. Don't mind me. <laughs> and I'll draw my sword. <laughs> um, big open room. Big open room. Hmm. I will use my bonus action. Mm-hmm. My bonus action <coughs> to use the help action on uh, my good buddy Marcus. Sure. As he prepares to go uh, shirtless, toe to toe with a fire demon. <laughs> And Got it. I'm ready, dude. What? <laughs> Coincidentally, Marcus is up. Shabam! Uh, <laughs> We've arrived. Yeah, I mean... Yeah. Peep at something real quick, because... Mm-hmm. We'll say my lantern was the the distraction to help him. <laughs> sure, absolutely, yeah. <laughs> that's, that's, that makes sense. You got this! Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, feeling... Feeling bolstered by my good buddy Shay, <laughs> realizing he <laughs> yeeted a lantern at her feet, just kind of like look up at this loud screeching creature. Uh, I screecher. mean, screecher. <laughs> See the slithering stone snakes on her face and hair, and I'll just slowly un- pull off my maul off my back. Mm-hmm. You killed my friend. <laughs> That Warforge was nice. <laughs> We're going to cast Thunderous Smite <laughs> on my weapon and just crash into the center where she had uh, taken ye old yonder blade from her breast. Sure. This is where we just pally crit it and go home. Fuck! <laughs> no, it's fine. It's an 18 on the die, so it's still at least going to hit. Yep, 18 hits. Uh, yeah, so... Yonder bludgeoning. 
and yonder thundering. Uh, it is 12 bludgeoning damage, 6 thunder damage, and she needs to make for me a strength saving throw for thunderous smite, as I can push her back 10 feet and be knocked prone. I don't know if she could be knocked prone, because she's very large. She's not immune to burn. Yes! Uh, Get on her, boys! Strength, you said? Strength saving throw, yes. Uh, Uh, DC is 13. Fail, 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 fail. Please fail. Uh, That's a 19 on the die. (laughs) It's fine. I'm going to use my crusher feet. Okay. And push her at the very least five feet backwards. She is... As long as she is no more than one size category larger than me. I'm she medium, is, so... Yeah, she's large. So Shabam! <laughs> yeah, so you push her back five feet. So I will tell you, as you crack into... Uh, you can move the little pedestal thing under her. Yeah. She was the pedestal. Oh. Uh, that was just a... So a she resists, like, the initial thunderish push, and yeah. I just, like, crush her, push her backwards still. So as you crack into she her with your right. maul, um, you can see that this... Like, crackling stone skin seems to almost uh, resist the bludgeoning force of your maul. But as this lightning uh, reaction erupts from it, you can see small fractures uh, pop out from her skin. Okay. So then I did six bludgeoning if it's resistant and six thunder. So 12 total. Yes. Uh, Yeah, having pushed it five feet away from me, I'm just going (laughs) to run over here. Spread out, friends. She's very big. (laughs) Bigger than Victoria. Uh, Yeah, as you crush and she resists the first like push of your maul, your eyes kind of widen a little bit in confusion uh, and you continue down with the force as she stumbles backwards five feet back from you and just lets out another horrid screech. Yep, and I will screech in turn with her as she starts screeching. I will absolutely as well screech and then run the fuck away. Very good. Uh, anything else? Nope. <laughs> All right. Uh, Twig, we got a heads up roll real quick. Uh-oh. Go ahead and roll again. You tied my initiative order. See, this is what you do to the Dark Souls boss. 16? Kite okay. it. Uh, I rolled Bam. five, so you were up first. Bam. Um, how far am I from her? You summon me. 10 people. 25? Yeah, 25-ish feet. Yeah, it's a little hard without it being squares, yeah. but mm-hmm. roughly 25. Um, I'm guess I'm going to take out my rapier. Mm-hmm. And you said there are, like, chains coming out from mm-hmm. them? Yep, red-hot, fiery chains. Okay. Uh, I mean, fuck it, run up on her. My rapier. I'm gonna try and hit her. Mm-hmm. And then... No. No. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I mean, uh, 17? 17 does not hit. No. Yeah. Uh, then I'm gonna move. I'm gonna use my bonus action to dash away the other direction. <laughs> back back over, over yeah, here. Yeah, How so much you, do you want to go? Sorry. Uh, 
go like, yeah, there. There? Okay. Yeah, so you dash forward and you stab your rapier forward and she instinctively, with the flick of her wrist, flicks this large greatsword up towards it and bats it out of the way as you just dip back under her greatsword. Skirmisher. We are actually built for this shit. (laughs) All right. My turn. Mm -hmm. So was that like a lair action the first time around? Yes. Okay. Yes, it was. So it, she didn't go prone. She's just back five feet. Yep. Yeah, she she passed on the strength save against Thunderous Smite, but Crusher is a feat. Still yep. lets me when it's I hit with bludgeoning do the five foot push. And that one, thankfully, there's not a save. It just, as long as they're not uh, huge or more. So, we can at least, <laughs> she and I can at least kind of, kind of, I need to hit, obviously. She, mm-hmm. thankfully, can just dip and dive and duck and dodge. And practice the five Ds. Yep. <laughs> Dodging? Yep. <laughs> uh, so, it's her turn, and what she is going to do is she is going to rear back slightly and crouch down and let out another shriek followed by a blast of fire and a 30-foot cone. So the three friends right there in that cone there, please make dexterity cone. saves. Cone. Cone. I'm cone. assuming Shimmer's included in that as well. Yes. Just double running. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. Oh, there was a 20 <laughs> and a 14. Okay. So uh, I gotta add that. Me. Oh, shit. 23. Okay. Not 20. Okay, you don't take any damage. Cool. Uh, and then... Oh, oh no! Shimmer! <laughs> Shimmer dead. <laughs> so that's going to be an 18. Okay. You dex save? Dex save. My nat 20, it's gone. No, right? bitch. <laughs> Five. Okay, yeah. Uh, so Shimmer is not passing. Everyone else has passed. Rin, what about your bird? Oh, no. <laughs> My bird doesn't have disadvantage, so correct. It's got a plus two to dex. It's fourteen. Okay, uh, so your bird uh, also succeeds. Um, Wait, my bird's just going to be incinerated. It's dead. It's dead after but it's dead after succeeding. Yeah. It's Shimmer just Shimmer. It's, dead it's dying a winner. Okay, so you all take seven. Uh, fire damage that is half. My temp! Uh, it was 14. You take You're half of that. Um, Shimmer! As she did! So, what? I'll, I'll tell you what happens with Shimmer as this fiery uh, lava erupts from her mouth towards all of you. Do they get the temporary hit points as well? From No. Mm-hmm. Only up to six creatures. And I can um, include myself, so we're exactly six. Oh, shit. Uh, you watch as this coats all of you and rushes to the ground as it singes your skin. And you watch as Shimmer like falls to the ground and the lava begins to harden around his limbs. And he just looks up at you and just like shatters like glass in front of you as this rubble falls to the ground. 
This is where your villain arc begins. Your <laughs> <laughs> bird, the lava does not harden around, but it does let out a horrifying screech as it is incinerated in the air. It does not even make it to the ground. John, I must have missed it. How much temp HP was that? Seven. For all of us? Yep. I also could have spent ten more minutes and do it again to Shimmer and to the bird. <laughs> it's no, you didn't. Yeah. It's fine. Yeah, no, exactly. I just, mean, I just mean for future, like, rereading it, it's just the fact that a creature can only gain the temp hit points from it. Once per short it's, slash long rest. It's any creature? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. You so can like, tell the rest of the tale. Yes, I can talk to your bird and your little dragon yeah, suit of like dragon. coughing and then starting at the beginning with yep. the same exact story. <laughs> yep. uh, and now it is going to turn and look to the source that threw the lantern and it is going to leap towards Shay and land in front of him. Is it going to use half of its movement speed to stand up first? It it's wasn't not. Yeah. It is. Yeah. No, it's just the back uh, and it is going to swing at you with sure. this great sword. Time to get uh, mad. Yeah, we've got 16. 16 hits. Shimmer. Shimmer dead. He's dead. He's gone forever. We'll just have to buy you more incense. Like incense. Pebbles or some nonsense. Yeah, it's like herbs and incense. Yeah. Uh, you take uh, 16 bludgeoning and one fire. Okay. That's not a lot of fire. Uh, and then it is going to turn towards... Uh, Marcus hit it in the chest. It's going to turn towards Marcus and leap once more over to Marcus. It will invoke an attack of opportunity against you. As she leaps towards Marcus, and she is going to uh, lean down as the snakes bite at your face. Ooh. Uh, one is a natural 20, the other one is a 10. Uh, mine was an 18 to hit. Okay, uh, 18 hits. Mm-hmm. Snake me. Uh, snake. You take five piercing from the snakes. Just the poison uh, it's gonna be six piercing snakes. damage. Snakes. Yep. So oh that'll be half. Smoke, smoke snakes. Smoke snakes. Oh, that's right there, right now. This is no This is necrotic then. <clears throat> Maybe. And that is the end of my turn. Uh, next up would be. Oh, Shimmer. Good night. Uh, sorry, Ren's oh. first. Ren would be oh. first. Okay, so bonus action, I'm going to Blade Song immediately. Yep. Uh, and then I'm going to yell out to Marcus, Do you trust me? Yep. I made a mistake before when we tried to save you. It almost cost you your life. And as I'm screaming this, I'm going to start the cast Enlarge on Marcus. <laughs> sure. <laughs> Who is willing. I would not resist whatever my young master <laughs> is doing to me. <laughs> So let me <laughs> just feel it. Is there room for you to be bigger over there? Well, he doubles in size and his weight becomes times eight. And this uh, is very large now in the corner. Some damage Big bonus? in every campaign, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> Let's see here. I can read it for you. My detect magic uh, will fade because it's concentration. So target size doubles. Doubles in all dimensions and its weight is multiplied by eight. The growth increases the size of one category, medium to large. So you're now large. Mm-hmm. Uh, if there isn't enough room, I'm assuming there is, right? Yeah. yeah. 
so until the spell ends, the target also has advantage on strength checks, strength saving throws, target's weapons grow to match its size. While these weapons are enlarged, uh, you deal an extra 1d4 damage. So add that to your damage. 1d4. Paladin. And, uh... I don't like uh, this room at all. So <laughs> right? I'm just gonna back up here. Yep. And that'll be my turn. Very good. Uh, next up is Dandelion. Um, so Shimmer's gone. Is the is the lava that was forming around around him? It just like there? cracked into okay. pieces. Uh, you saw his form like disincorporate, basically disincorporate. Dandelion's going to stare at where Shimmer was. Mm-hmm. And just turn and look at this giant lady. How I'm we're pretty close. Um and she's just going to scream and cast hex. Sure. Uh using my bonus action. Um, and I'm going to I'm gonna go with strength as the ability. Let me just write that down. Mm -hmm. Very good. And then uh, very shockingly, I'm gonna turn and. Slap the microphone. <laughs> the microphone and just send an Eldritch Blast. Sure. Yeah, go ahead and make your attack roll. Oh, dear. Now hold on. <laughs> Wait a minute. It's a ten. Mm -hmm. It's a ten. Ten does not hit. I... <laughs> Never know. She's big. <laughs> Never know. Yeah. Uh, yes, you you cast hexes. You guys watch as a uh, a brand appears on the back of this creature just below the hairline um, that forms into a uh, like a small flower, and sitting atop it is a little shimmer branded into the back of this horrifying creature. Wait, shimmer or shimmer? Shimmer. Oh no! It looks like shimmer in, on the brand. Oh no! Yeah, on the hex, uh, and your eldritch blast goes and right above her, and kind of like cascades into the ceiling as dust just erupts down uh, from the roof on top of both her and Marcus. Anything else on your turn? Um. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna zoom over to the center of the room as well. Uh, Where do you want to go? Just like as far over this way as I can. So. What's your movement? Uh, this is like my, 25. My walking's 25, but I think my flying's faster. Let me check real quick. Mm. 
30 feet, yeah, so I can... Do you want to go this way, this way? Like this way, towards me. Yeah, that works. Just so that we're not mm -hmm. clustered. Cool. Very good. Anything else? That is the end of my turn. All right, Mr. Pigeon, you are up. All right, I am going to... Uh, cast uh, mirror image on myself and make four Mr. Pigeons. Mm -hmm. And, uh, well, three additional Mr. Pigeons. And, Mr. Uh, Pigeons. Then I'm gonna cast a spiritual weapon behind her. Very good. And uh, make an attack when it appears, I think. Yep. Yep. Mm -hmm. Cool. Nope. That's a nine. <laughs> nine will not hit. Uh, and, uh, can I, like, how, how high are the ceilings in here? It's the same 30 foot. Okay, so she's pretty tall. Mm -hmm. What I think if I'm running around on the ceiling, I can aim for her head. Uh, depending on what you're hitting with, um, just like a melee weapon. I'm only like five feet tall. I'm, I'm probably like five three. I'm an elf, so if it's too Large big of a gap, that's like okay. Eight to twelve. Sure. Feet so, so, so eight to sixteen, not. so still not high. That's yeah, fine. Not high enough. You and probably run. drop down. <laughs> Land on her. Yeah, I don't. I don't. I don't think I want to do that. <laughs> Not yet. <laughs> Just a clown falling from the ceiling. Uh, you know what? This corner looks pretty good, actually. <laughs> so sure. we're gonna fan out. And where, where, where are your pigeons? Uh, all in my space. Okay, sure. Got it. Uh, There's just four of us all. Cool. Mm -hmm. Shifty. Anything else? That is it. All right. Back to the top. Um. Well, Marcus, you're within 10 feet. What's up? Uh, so please make a strength or dex save for me. Oh, baby. Oh, a strength yeah, save, you say? Marcus mm -hmm. die. Yeah, is it just checks or is it saves as well for a Uh 17. Very good. Uh, yeah, so you watch as uh, she rears her head back and several of the snakes shoot out from the side of her head and right down like spears towards your legs as they begin spiraling up and you're able to just like break them off mm -hmm. as they shatter into stone on I the squat. ground around your feet. Yeah, you squat. Flex those calves. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and as you break them and they shatter, you can see that there are little fragmented pieces that retract back to her hair and form additional fiery little snakes mm -hmm. uh, back on her head as she screeches again. Uh, good. Yep, Shay, you are up. Uh, could I tell that the uh, the rapier didn't seem super effective? Yes. Sure. Yeah, you could tell based on just the sheer like the stone of her skin. Uh, it does not seem like it. Like when you're hitting even through armor, you're looking for like mm -hmm. weak points. Mm -hmm. There are cracks in it, but not like you could stab through it. It's not like it's a shell. It seem like seem like it had to do with the armoring. Yes. Okay. Yeah, the fact that she is covered in this, like, obsidian rock. It's not as if it's an armor. It just is her skin. Right, right, right. Yes. Um, okay. Um, I guess then I will uh, boogie on in. Mm-hmm. Tuck up under here. Up under this cape. Shelter me in your wings, um, <laughs> and uh, and we'll we'll see if we can't give her the old back of the knee. <laughs> sure. Yeah. Ooh. 
I trust you? I don't know if I, I don't trust either of you. Damn it. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Don't show. fail me. 14. 14 will not hit. Uh, you stab <laughs> towards the back of her leg, and two of the snakes from the back of her hair shoot down and cross and block your blade as you try to stab towards the back of her leg. Sure, I'm going to kick her in the shin and use the help action for Marcus again. Sure. <laughs> when you go to like direct slash command me, if, if I can utilize my reaction, not me this time. <laughs> Yeah, I'll, I'll let you I would have you help someone else is what I'm trying to indicate. Sure. Um, I guess then... Uh, twig. Sure. Twig, you are, you are helped. Uh, as you <laughs> kick in the back of the shin of this large creature uh, and you... Words of inspiration for Twig, or fuck this thing. <laughs> <laughs> yep, <laughs> that'll do it. Uh, anything else? No, that's it. All right. Uh, as you are standing around her within the realm of these chains, um, you take three fire damage as her heart radiates heat through these chains and ripples down the end of them. Sure. Uh, next up is Marcus. Yep. Uh, I'm gonna look at this thing and uh, well, there's not really uh, much space for me to make my way around in here, uh, but I am going to cast uh, I'll pull out some powdered silver from that mirror I scratched up and cast <laughs> protection from good and evil on myself. Very good. Recognizing, like, this one's going to take a while. <laughs> um, and, yeah, I will... Pull out a really big powder. <laughs> yep. <laughs> it's like a witness me, just like... <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much shiny and chrome. Uh, yeah, and then I'm Sword going to yeah. just drop my maul and see that this thing has a big old fucking sword. And I'm gonna pull out my family shield and f- for the first time actually prep myself to tank. <laughs> Very good. So, maul on the ground here and shield in my hand. Very good. Kind of wild that you haven't tanked yet. Yeah. I mean, I have tanked. Yeah, I, I just have, have not actually donned the shield. shirtless. And... Yep. Yeah. Yep. Uh, <laughs> you know, sometimes it's necessary. Uh, and that'll be it for me. Very good. Three uh, fire damage. Yep, three fire damage for being in the space. Uh, cool. Twig. Okay. Um, I'm gonna fly and try to stab her again. Yep. Please let me take one of my fucking tip hit points for the wall. <laughs> Uh, 26. 26 will certainly hit. <laughs> no. <laughs> I gotta go. Yeah, just play dead like a bear. <laughs> Surrender. Uh, 17 piercing damage. Okay. So that will do half. And then I'm gonna dash away again. Very good. Over here. Um, I'll go back to around where I was. Yeah. We'll put it over here. Yeah. 
Very good. Anything else? All right. You run up behind this thing, and as the snakes cascade down to block your attack again, you weave through the snakes and stab into the back of her leg, the same as you saw Shay attempt to do. Uh, and you pull back as she screeches, and you whoop, zip back away towards the wall again. Uh, Rin, you're up. Alrighty. Uh, you said the, the snakes on her head are... They're, they're physically there, right? Yes. They're okay. made of like a, 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 a fiery stone, but they are physically a there. fiery yes. stone. Great. I'm going to eye them up yep. real good, and I'm going to close my gauntlet and point my hand out and magic missile them. Yep. Very good. Try and aim in just for the snakes. That's second level, so... Whee! <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> So that's six, seven, eight points of damage. Mm-hmm. It's four damage. Plus one per dart. So that's twelve. Mm-hmm. Very good. You never. You tell I never cast it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it's pretty good. Said. So you close your fist and concentrate as you close your eyes and you un- you open them and look directly towards the snakes and punch forward as this blue light erupts from the end of your fingers and strikes into this mess of slithering snakes on her head as several of them like shoot off and crack into the wall on the side and they reform on her head uh, but she and the snakes screech as you hit her with these blue bolts Fantastic. Mm-hmm. Uh, that will be my turn. Very good. Dandelion. Um, this is going to come as a really big surprise. <laughs> mm-hmm. But I'm, I'm going to use Eldritch Blast. Mm-hmm. Very good. Uh, and I'm going to hit her with it this time. Mm-hmm. Understandable. Just hit. It's so easy. Uh-oh. Twelve? Well, it's not it. You Eldritch Blast again, and this time strike into the sidewall. It, like, zips above Shay's head under this uh, cape uh, and just strikes into the back wall and more dust cascading cascading down. Anything else? Very good. Mr. Pigeon. All right. Um, well, I am going to summon my uh, uh, imaginary mate. Mm-hmm. He's going to use this cool looking mole guy. <laughs> and, uh... I'll drop an enormous knoll. <laughs> yeah, so, summon a, a fifth Mr. Pigeon right there. Mm-hmm. Uh, that'll be my action, and then with my bonus action, I will attack with my... Um, Spiritual weapon. Very good. No. <laughs> that is a 10. All right, yeah, does not hit. Uh, it swings and is blocked by several of those snakes again from the top of her head. That's Feeling me. good about this one, friends? <laughs> oh, we're just getting started. I just got a lot set up, you know. We're going to be fine. <laughs> you got a lot set up, what? There's six Mr. Pigeons on the field right now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I got to get ready. <laughs> uh, back to the top Just of the order. powdering himself for when, for when the tank get, goes get down. Yeah. <laughs> Throwing a couple yeah. of pigeon squats. Like pulling a kettlebell. <laughs> <laughs> fixing, the, fixing the makeup a little mm-hmm. bit. Uh, <clears throat> back to the old top. Yep, back to the top of the order. She is going to screech once more. She rears her head back and the snakes swivel around to the room and everybody please make a charisma saving throw. Son of a bitch. Uh-oh. Ooh, no, <laughs> 
Shay? Four. Fifteen. Fifteen. Dandelion? Is this a charm? Uh. Yes. <laughs> oh, it is? No! <laughs> 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 I can't um, be. <laughs> no, it's not a charm. Uh, Fuck. It's... I might be. I rolled a nine regardless. I wouldn't think it's a charm. It is not a charm. Effect, effect, yeah. Yeah. Nope. All right. Uh, what did you roll? Nine. Okay. Snake eyes. Uh, Twice. 16. 16. Don't and break. Mr. Pigeon. Natural one. Oh, for oh a total you, of four. you win. We're going to die. <laughs> Mr. Pigeon wins. Uh, we might. Yeah. Um, so the people that failed, uh, you oh. have disadvantage on deck saves and attack rolls uh, until the end of your next turn as your ears are ringing horrifically from this sound. Who failed? Uh, What's the... Sorry, the DC is 13. Okay. I figured I was in that list, but I just wanted to make sure it wasn't so something. So Marcus and Twig are good. Everybody Marcus, else has failed. Marcus. Marcus. <laughs> uh, next, disadvantage uh, until the what? The end of, of your next, next turn. turn. Yep. Okay. Uh, next up is Shay. Damn it! Damn it! Damn it! <laughs> Fuck this thing! Fuck this thing! Fuck this thing! Fuck this thing. Shrieking. Uh, lower one's a ten. Ten does not hit. Um, and then I'll uh, bonus action use the help action for Marcus. 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 <laughs> Marcus. Marcus. Do we have any kind of flanking going on yet? No, it's With large. With it being right? large, yeah. yeah. I can't close that thing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> My wizard bones. Um. Yeah, I guess Marcus. Sure. Marcus. I'm uh, chanting to myself, like, in-game. <laughs> I see you, like, Marcus. stabbing at its knee. I've got a shield for my first time. Marcus. 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 Um, and you will take yeah. the three... Uh, Where are you? <laughs> the three fire damage from the burning aura around her. Sure. Uh, I'm bloodied. Okay. Next up is Marcus. I'll okay. Marcus. Uh, yeah, I will brandish the Warhammer of Lathander. Mm-hmm. And... Smoke my enemy upon the mountaintop. <laughs> uh, I will not. It is a fifty or er, sixteen. Okay, uh, yeah. you don't get any kind of bonus from being larger, right? It's just the strength stuff. The damage. Okay, it's damage. Uh, yeah, it will not hit. Yep. Uh, you swing with this warhammer, and she. Uh, throws her blade up in front of her face, blocking your attack and pushing your sword away. Uh, almost militaristically. Mm-hmm. 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 Yeah, I'm gonna look at the Warhammer of Lathander and just kind of like, is this thing on? <laughs> Come on, man. <laughs> this is actually a problem. Uh, yeah, I have to stay and take the three fire as well. Mm-hmm. Oh, thank God. I still maintain my concentration. <laughs> Alright. Twig, you're up. Same shit, different same, turn. Same shit, different turn. <laughs> <laughs> Rogue life. Uh, Alright. It's a 14. 14 does not well. hit. Yeah. Don't worry, guys, I'll keep hitting it. <laughs> I got it the first time. I'm only 50 50. <laughs> I did have to take a, a turn off to buff myself so I don't insta die. If my breath attack recharges. Oh, yes. 
It does not. That's just it. turn and Breath murder us all. Breath, <laughs> Breath weapon. <laughs> uh, yeah, so she is going to look down at you and Look down at me. I'm oh, large yeah. as well. You going, look me in the is, eyes. This is King Kong and Godzilla yeah, over yes. here. Come She's on. She's going to lock eyes with you and swing her greatsword towards you. Uh, yeah, uh, so is she... Celestial fiend, elemental, fey, or undead, or an aberration. Because if she is any of these things, she has disadvantage. She is elemental. Yes. Shabam! Disadvantage on me. Uh, that is a twenty-three. <laughs> oh man! Yep. I'm so glad I put on the shield. <laughs> Thank God I went to eighteen AC. <laughs> One of them again. That's wild. You're gonna get a long lecture about wearing your fucking shirt. I, I have my armor <laughs> on. Uh, you took 17 bludgeoning damage and <gasps> one fire again. Toasty. As this radiant heat uh, erupts, uh, as she swings down with this great sword uh, at an angle towards you because of the close proximity, uh, slicing across your chest with it, and you feel the stone scrape against your skin uh, and it is extremely sharp and hot despite being made of what seems like a sort of obsidian stone mm -hmm. uh, it is extremely hot and it hurts a lot yep I am bloodied as well I keep my concentration very good uh, that is the uh, oh no she's going to bite you with the snakes <laughs> Um, disadvantage. Yeah. disadvantage 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 fuck you Marcus 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 uh, 17. Yes! Ooh. The shield of my papa! And 17 again. Papa! No <laughs> Holy no shit! Oh yeah, no. If I if I get, like, cleaved into by the great sword and kind of rear back in pain, it is absolutely like a larger tower shield, which would have grown with me as well. Yeah. So it's yeah. big as fuck. It's, it's, it's crush, crush. It's like a wall, basically. Mm -hmm. We actually can't even see Marcus. Yeah, right. right. The side of the room. Mm -hmm. Just uh, shield. Next up is Ren. Great. I'm gonna look at those fucking snakes again and magic <laughs> missile. <laughs> sure. First level this time. Bastard snakes. <laughs> Fuck you. Eight force damage. Alright. Yeah, the one for each. Yep. Yeah, it's just just terrible rolls mm -hmm. on damage. Yeah, same thing. You unleash this magic from your gauntlet as it strikes into several of the snakes as they crack off. Uh Very good. Uh, next up is Dandelion. Enlarge, you say. Um. I am going. To look at this thing, mm -hmm. and having just had two of my attacks not hit, I'm yep. still super mad. Still super mad. Still super mad. I'm just going to start doing a little whisper, mm -hmm. and I'm going to cast dissonant whispers. Very good. Uh, uh, so that is a wisdom saving throw. Do you say anything? <laughs> Fuck this thing. It's insulting. <laughs> oh no. But it's really mean. It's really mean and Oh, that's a natural one. Oh boy. 
That's double the... Cap and roll. Yep, cap and roll. It's a crit. Oh, cap and roll. I see, I see, I see. That would be 28 points of psychic damage. That's a lot. And you must immediately use the reaction, if available, to move as far away as you can from me. <laughs> well, all right. Sorry. Uh, it won't Mr. go Pigeon. into any. It won't go anywhere. Obviously dangerous. Yeah. So like there or there, right? Yeah, it's got to just move over to the corner where the Mr. Pigeon or Twig. Mr. Pigeon. Mr. Pigeon. That's me. Can it just move through spaces? I mean, it would go up to your space, I would think, because this is clone. It is, but it takes up a space as far as I know. Oh, sure. I'll double check. It might not. I don't think it's incorporeal, though. Okay. Uh, wait, it might be. Let me, let me see. I'm assuming it would invoke attacks of opportunity by doing that. Yeah, it does. Um, no, it says it's an illusion, so it probably would be okay. incorporeal. Okay. So then it would go up to your space and provoke from Lawrence and I. Oh, yep. I don't like how close it is to me now. <laughs> Oh, I fucked up. Why you got this, you're my What What do you whisper? It's in silver. Uh, blah, 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 blah. <laughs> you're a big purple head. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it, it would be in Sylvan, um, and from the outside it would probably sound pretty spooky, but it would actually just be something like, you hurt my friend, I don't like you. Sure. <laughs> I don't like you. <laughs> Uh, You're dumb. Yeah. You're so big you, you watch as Dandelion leans down and just like whispers something into her hands and blows. And you watch as these like purple, um, almost kind of like uh, like music notes float through the air. It's like dandelion and, poofs. Yeah, a little bit. Uh, little dancing dandelions, uh, like running on a musical score, uh, zip around her head and strike her in. Uh, in her face and her ears as she rears back, back and screeches, scraping the sword across the roof as more rubble cascades down, and she rushes away from Dandelion towards, unfortunately, Mr. Pigeon. A 17 to hit on the opportunity. Is 17 that... does not hit. I'm at 21. 21 hits. And then it is uh, 14 bludgeoning, so 7. Yep. Uh, as it's moving, I can still crush her it. <laughs> Mm-hmm. So I can move it. Oh, yeah, and I also have yield uh, enlarge die. An additional two damage, because four halved is two. Very good. Uh, she is bloodied. And you watch as these cracks on her skin glow hotter, and the heat from her chest... Uh, seems to almost like shrink slightly where there is slightly less heat but the cracks are more prominent anything else what anything else uh no that's that's it all right mr pigeon okay pigeon. um pigeon pigeon well this changes my sorry <laughs> no that's okay um yeah, I guess I'm going to attack then. I have disadvantage because of the the screech. The screech, but I have advantage because me and my clone are both. Uh, I guess is 
Because it's hard to tell. Is the clone five feet away? Or... Um, uh, I think it yeah, would it be with the way that it would be an actual box. Sure. Yeah. Um, so then I will... I need one of those like clear ruler doodads. Mm-hmm. No, we'll just do that then. Um, I'm going to uh, cast Bane. Very good. Um, it's called Rizma Saving Throw. That is a three. It will fail. She will fail. Uh, and then I'll run. the die, so five, but still. I guess um, I'm going to assume she's up against that wall since yeah. she had to go away. So. Yep. 15, 20, 30. Very good. Right over there. Uh, yeah. I'll use my bonus action to move my spiritual weapon. Slide that up. And make that attack with disadvantage. Very good. That'll be a 13. Okay. Yeah, that do will not hit. Rules question. Do you make yes. the attack? Yes. Okay. With spiritual yeah. weapon, yes. Mm-hmm. It's usually a good thing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> because of uh, the advantage. Your mods. Mm-hmm. But Anything else? That's it. All right. I have disadvantage on strength saves and I'm baned. Uh, back to the top. Uh, lair action. Uh, fucking screech at me again. The strength... It's... Was that from Hex? Yes. No, it's Bane from, well... No, uh, Bane and then... Yes, it's, it's Bane It's then. not strength saves, it's strength <coughs> ability checks. checks. Oh, okay, Yeah. Uh, yeah, it's going to turn to the closest thing, which is good boy Rin. Mm-hmm. I hate you. Mm-hmm. Do it. Uh, please make a... Oh, and you're just within the range, too. Uh, please make a strength or dex save for me. So I have disadvantage on dex. You do. Fuck. Mmm... Me a second. We'll go with strength save. <laughs> sure. I believe. Uh, it's a seven. <laughs> okay. Uh, yeah, so you watch as two of the snakes cascade down from her head like spears to the ground and begin to wrap up of your legs, and you are uh, restrained until the beginning of the next round. Restrained? Yes. Fuck you. (laughs) (laughs) Great. Mm -hmm. So the beginning of the next top of the order. Top of the order. Gotcha. Next layer action. Don't leave me alone. (laughs) Uh, All right. Uh, Shay, you're up. All right. I'm sure you'll hit this time. Um... not even worth going over there. Um, I'm just gonna... Um, yeah, I'm just gonna back up a couple of spaces and... I'm back up to just one. Um, and I'll just use my, uh, my bonus action to... Let me see. Uh, Can you help twice? That's what I'm checking. Yeah, I wonder if that's a uh, thing. <laughs> I think I can. Yeah. Because it does. it's not like a concentration thing. So I'll just use my action and my bonus action both sure. to help two people. I will help uh, Marcus and I will help Dwig. Very good. Next up, Marcus. Uh, 
Um, I wouldn't have backed up because I need. I would have moved a little bit closer, actually. Yep. Sure. So I need to be within thirty of it when they make the hits, and uh, he's sure. been pushing yep. it. Sure. Mm-hmm. Very and good. He's approaching from that angle. Yep. yep. Very good. Uh, well, I mean, seeing as how I have this cool Lathander Warhammer in my hand, mm-hmm. I'm going to shimmy my way into the very small uh, one space, two space? Yep. <laughs> Red space, blue space. Uh, yeah, I would like to uh, effectively UFC cage fighter, like, take the running start, jump, kick off the wall, and just fucking crack down on this thing's head with the hammer. Yeah. And use my momentum to ideally carry me around in space over the illusion. That was 10, 15, 20, 25. And interpose myself between my young master mm-hmm. and this horrifying thing. Yeah, I'll, I'll allow that, like, a, like an Irish cage fighter. Yeah, just... I mean, as long as I move the 10 feet, I can jump anyway, yep, so absolutely. I can long jump. Yep. 8, 10 feet. You didn't deal damage to me, correct? No. Okay. Uh, yeah, it's a 19 on the die, so I'm getting it. Yep, 19 hits. Uh, can you also, before you roll the damage, make a strength uh, check for me? With advantage. Sure. Jeff's a check and 11. Okay. Uh, yeah, go ahead and roll the damage. Don't forget that d4. I got it. Mm. Uh, 12 half, so 6. So the reason I asked is uh, because you were enlarged. Yeah, I, I went wanted... eight times my weight. Like exactly. I also I went like 15, 1,600 50, pounds. 50, 50 to see if you're able to crack through and, and basically ignore the resistance because I thought that that was creative that mm-hmm. he enlarged you. Mm-hmm. Uh, so 50, 50 chance you rolled above a 10. Sure. So you're good. For the full 12. Full 12, yeah. Um, yeah, and... Uh, There's 12 total, right? Yes, okay. 12 total. Crusher, I'm going to fucking push it away. <laughs> and then... I have five feet remaining. Mm -hmm. Does me pushing it break the restraint? Are there like snakes around him? Like grappler can be broken if the the grappler is moved away. I don't know if this is like grappler plus. Did the snakes come off her head? Yeah, are they like detached and around him? No, I would say that that would... Break the grapple from you pushing her. Cool. Because it, it is pushing away and they yeah. are attached to her. Cool. So, yeah, I would argue that that does break the grapple, yes. Cool. The snake's detached, so you're going to have to clear the snakes off of you. Are you uh, fucking kidding me? <laughs> <laughs> okay, not, not with an action. Just Why did it have to be snakes? <laughs> could have been bears. Uh, could have been bears. I could have, I could have had a bear monster. I'd be on the ceiling. <laughs> uh, yeah, no, if I broke it, I would move five feet here, like, next to it. I just want to get out of the ten sure, foot of the absolutely. fucking fiery yep. chains, because I need to keep my concentration. Understandable. Uh, and then that is all for me. Alrighty. Twig, you're up. Um, I'm gonna take out a stick of dynamite. <laughs> okay. Oh, man. And I'm gonna light it and toss it, like, right, right in that little nook there. Sure. Because there's a wall there. <laughs> so it has it has a blast radius of five feet okay. from a point. Actually, I'll do it a little farther out, like right in front. Okay. You know? And, um, you know, 
I'll do that. <laughs> okay. Uh, so it's a deck saving throw. Okay. <laughs> when in doubt, dynamite. <laughs> it's a bane deck save. It is a bane deck save. Cowabunga it is. I still have five bundles oh, left. <laughs> Yeah, he not twenty it. Ooh. Does she like stomp on the wick and put it out before it pops? Yeah, oh, so you throw the dynamite at her feet and she looks down towards it and instead of jumping backwards, just <laughs> onto the top of the I dynamite. Mean, she still takes half damage. With a nat twenty mm, nat yeah, twenty yeah, versus nat one. Yeah, yeah we do the twenties and the yeah. ones even for gotcha. save, just as a fun house rule. Does she stop is it so she stomped the wick out? So she's like, does it not blow up? Or How hot is she? It's <laughs> <laughs> really hot. Um, yeah, like, does she crush the dynamite or just stomp on the wick? Guys, we have plenty She's of large. Like, yeah, her she feet crushes, would be... Yeah, she's crushing the dynamite. Yeah. Okay, I just wasn't sure if it's still sitting there undetonated. Yeah. No, yeah, yeah. The yep. whole thing just... Yeah, because her fiery chains accidentally <laughs> ignited and she blows herself oh, up. No. That <laughs> would be fucking yeah, awesome. Yeah, and then full stomp on the top of the dynamite. Fuck it. I'm gonna run back. <laughs> just a little bit. Just okay. a little bit. This is like such ten. a rough fight. <laughs> Do you want to go this more or are we good there? That's good. Okay. Just a little bit farther. Okay. All right. Uh, all right. Yeah, I am going to uh, flip around. I did just hit you in the fucking Yeah, dome. and I mean, you're the person that's right in front of me, too. Mm-hmm. Oh, don't breath me. Please, no breath. Oh, we're clustered again. She yep. is going to bained leap towards you uh, with this great sword. Disadvantage. Two-handed disadvantage. Damn, disadvantage. Disadvantage. The lower is a 13 plus 7 minus 3 is 17. Marcus! <laughs> Marcus! Marcus! Wow. <laughs> That's wild. All right, yep. Snakes! So snakes! Snakes! Snake snakes. Also disadvantage and bane. First snake. Nope, that's a three on the die. Marcus. <laughs> Second snake. Uh, five on the die. Marcus! <laughs> the enormous enlarged towered shield. Um, Impregnable. Breath attack. <laughs> it's cocked. It does. <laughs> okay. So it oh, yeah, it looks. Mm. He's just showing you because up. he's going to kill us all. No, we got this, dude. I'm going to uh, pressure it and move it away. That is the end of her turn. Uh, Ren, you're up. Okay, so grabbing something out of my bag of holding is an action. Interacting with that item is a free item interaction. Mm-hmm. Lighting it. <laughs> free item interaction? Uh, yeah, I'll count as... Yeah. If you, want, if you want to pull out a dynamite and... Who said just it. one? <laughs> <laughs> sure, if you want to light a bundle. You do you. Yeah, I'll pull out a bundle. Sure. And just try to toss it like behind her sure. a little bit and just light <laughs> it. Sure. Uh, yeah, so am I making a deck save again? Yep. With Bane. Tell me how much dice I should roll for dynamite damage. Yeah, that's a five minus two, three. Yeah, I'm assuming you're taking damage. Which is a bundle of dynamite. This won't have any negative repercussions. We're, we're, at we're at in a rough spot. At all. 
it's all good. Yeah, it's bloody. We're not in the cave. So are half or of us. That's fine. Uh, it's a bundle of you dynamite. I bag. failed to save. <laughs> uh, roll a d4 for me. A d4? D4. <laughs> if you roll a one, re-roll it. That's a four. Okay. Uh, so that is 10d6. That is the max. Five, six, dynamite. Seven, eight. Dynamite. Dynamite. What type of damage is this 10d6? It's bludgeoning. Nice. Not fire, yeah. <laughs> Oh boy! I would have had it take force even if it wasn't mm. just because of the literal force Does from it. Break it. her armor. <laughs> Please! <laughs> Fuck this thing. Fuck this thing. Suppose that measure should normal elf. <laughs> Whoa! Whoa! I didn't mean it! 43 damage! Okay, 43 halved is 21. 21. Pretty good. And I'm gonna take a. Fucking step back. Wait, no, is she in melee? <laughs> Not a view of me. Though again, I would argue that the Yeah, you were you were a back a space from her. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so you pull out a bundle of four dynamite and you under the legs, uh, under Marcus's legs and her legs based on the angle, just football throw it to the side as it lands on the ground and you snap and ignite them. Uh, and you watch as she looks behind her and it blows uh, and it hits her in the back as she falls slightly forward and catches herself on her blade and, st- and does not physically fall down, but uh, yeah, catches just catches herself. herself on this blade uh, as you deal a significant amount of damage from this blast. Um, it doesn't break anything because it's not literally an armor, uh, so it does not fracture her armor, but you can tell that there are more and more cracks appearing in her skin. Figured I'd ask, since him being large Mm -hmm. ignored the armor previously. That's fair. Uh, That's fair. That is a fair point. Uh, Roll a... Roll a placement check? Uh, I mean, my thought would be, like, con save on her part as, like, she's starting to crumble. Sure. And That's then fair. instead of losing her armor, she can just get like a minus two AC penalty, something along those lines. Sure. Where it's not a full tumultuous breaking of the carapace, but like something. And I would just... Yeah, that's a 12. So, yeah, I, I would argue that that starts to crack that. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so she is minus two uh, AC now. Um, yeah, where she's got to have like some kind of existence beneath the stone. Yeah, that's fair. Fair mm-hmm. point with him being large and that being uh, a lot of bludgeoning damage at once with a lot of force. That's fair. Uh, yeah, so she is uh, minus two AC and I will say ignores the damage resistance uh, as this starts to crumble. Mm-hmm. Very good. Uh, there. Dandelion. Fuck this thing. Fuck this thing. The um the effect from the ringing is over, right? That was the last. It was yes, that was the yeah, yeah. We were on stun from from the young master. Then what I would like to do is eldritch blast mm-hmm. this Very thing. Good. You um, got it. I Get think the technically Marcus is in the way, so I'm going to shift over this way. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's right, because he's dull. He's yeah, big. Be, you're giving her cover. 
Um, also, I did think of something cooler that she would have whispered. Sure. What, what, what would you have whispered? Gucci gang, Gucci gang. Hey, little mama, what you whispering me? So, in, in Sylvan, she would have whispered um, about how uh, you you've killed the creation of Oberon, king of the Feywild. Like, sure. very like. Like, how dare you? How dare yeah. you, poetic, angry. Mm-hmm. Uh, nothing I can come up with on the spot, because I can't. Sure. But it, yeah, it's cool. Absolutely. It's cool. Regardless, nobody heard it because it was in Sylvan. Yeah. Um, and I'm assuming nobody but speaks you, Sylvan. But you knew. My brain, I, it was. Marcus heard it. <laughs> so I would argue that with Druidic and Elvish. Yeah, we, we've already made that comparison. That, like, Sylvan is still a thing that yeah. I would So it's understand. something, something Oberon. It's like, oh. Yep. You fucked up Ron. Why? I need to stop. Did this... you roll another? I rolled. So it's. This is what it's like playing a campaign with Sarah. <laughs> <laughs> Never fails. My bones. Right? <laughs> all of Princes of the Apocalypse, Paul. All of it. So the problem is that this is the dice that I made, and I was like, this reminds me of Zephyr. Why? <laughs> Would you use them? <laughs> use use the homage to the cursed character at the boss fight. <laughs> Next. We have missed out on so much meaningful force damage, Paul. I've, hey, I've been doing no, a lot. I know. I'm trying. Fifteen is not in dust and put them in new dice. Right. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, spirit. Let's get a walking hammer. Just cross them and put them in. Right. You guys want to office space them after the stream? They look like the sky. Have you attuned to these dice? Are you sure they're not cursed? Uh, <laughs> I made God. them. How can I not be attuned to them? They must be cursed. Uh, it's like uh, an artificer. Who's unfortunately, creations. does not hit. Do you have any like weird candles lit while you made them? Or? No. <laughs> I did. Maybe I should have. <laughs> Maybe you should have. <laughs> Anything else, Danny? Okay. Just gonna s- stomp my foot in the air. <laughs> this shit sucks. <laughs> Fuck this thing. All right. I'm so upset. Mr. Pigeon. All right. I am gonna run in. I'm gonna, can I run up this wall and like? You sure like, can. Yeah, okay. I'm gonna be on that wall. Get those snakes, snakes man! All right, so I'm gonna use my bonus action to have my clone come running in, and actually, he's gonna run in front of him. Sure. I'm gonna run behind. Ah, the old. Uh, and then I'm gonna, I'm gonna deliver and inflict wounds through my clone. Very good. Since we're both within five feet, I have advantage. Mm-hmm. I think for the first time, I'll get to use my elven accuracy. Mm. Oh, baby. Well, we're going to need it. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> Please. <laughs> you got to be kidding me. Uh, 17. 17 hits because of the minus two AC. <laughs> yep. It only it's took dynamite. <laughs> it only took three rolls. Right? <laughs> That's pretty good. That's <laughs> really good. Uh, 23 Jesus. necrotic damage. Okay. She's not immune to necrotic. So. <laughs> uh, yeah. Um, you and your clone is doing this, right? Yeah. 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 yeah I run behind the clone, like, yeah. reaches up. Come here, my heart! <laughs> so the clone reaches up and puts both hands on either side of this gaping, like, flaming hole in her chest and just presses its hands to her as this black purple energy oozes out from its fingers and goes into this uh, like chasm inside of her chest and you watch as the flame 
bursts out from the center of her chest with a purple uh, hot light and she rears her head back and screams as several of the snakes begin to crumble from the side of her head and crack into the ground. Uh, she is very bloodied. She is not dead. Okay, that's me. Mm-hmm. Yep. Lair All right. Lair, Lair action. action. Lair action. Everybody get those charisma saves Obliterate. ready. Obliterate. Listen. Use the actual I'm tired of this screeching, okay? <laughs> I'm done. All right, I think we passed this time. All right, uh, Marcus. I haven't rolled yet. <laughs> oh, very good. Uh, I'll go the other way then. Shay. Five. Right. <laughs> I'm a dirty 20, so I'm good. 19. Okay. 15. Okay. 12. Okay. 22. Uh, okay, it is just Shay. Finally. I didn't fail it. Chris, I'm not your strong suit. Next up is Shay. Shouldn't it be? Fuck this. Wasn't thing. I? <laughs> Fuck this. Thing. Um, You're like an episode, right? Yeah. <laughs> Marcus. But I need that. These Marcus. snakes on top of her head just lock eyes with you. My uh, my anywhere above. near where that uh, lantern landed? Uh, yeah, yeah, it was yeah, like it right, was right there. there. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Just, you know, move over and kick this lantern in her direction. Yeah, sure. Fuck this thing, Marcus. (laughs) Fuck this thing. Marcus. Marcus. Twig. (laughs) And I will use my action and my bonus action (laughs) to help Marcus and Twig. Are you just like rage helping? (laughs) Kicking this lantern in a general direction. Very good. I like that because it's like six seconds per combat. This fight is like, and then run over. (laughs) Throw him back. Just like juggling the lantern. (laughs) (laughs) Fuck this thing. <laughs> uh, yeah, Marcus, you're up. <laughs> yep, good old Warhammer of Lathander. I do love actually looking at like how long an actual action. Mm-hmm. I bring the fucking dawn. Uh, yeah, seventeen. Seventeen hits. Yep. Uh, and because this thing's so low, I'm just gonna pop a, a smite on it. Mm-hmm. It's not fiend, right? It's it just elemental. Just elemental. You got it. So no it's the right thing to do. Yep. Deserves it. Yeah, get that D4 in there. Come on. Uh, so it is 11 bludgeoning and then 7 radiant. Marcus, please describe for me the final actions as you strike into this creature. Oh, yeah. I'm going to, like, lean down... Kind of like obscure myself ever so slightly with the tower shield, pull the war or the warhammer back behind me and like spin it in my hand. And while it's spinning in the motion, I would just more thrust it forward into the core where Mister Pigeon's clone just like sure predominantly broke through this carapace and try to just <laughs> blender inside of its heart sure <laughs> with bludgeoning damage. Yeah, and just yeah, absolutely say like the dawn shall bring you life. And as you do that, a daylight essentially erupts I'm Jesus. <laughs> from, uh, from this warhammer inside of this spot in her chest. And she screeches as this thunderous boom radiates out and all of this uh, smoke on the walls, this, this like ashy dust just ripples across the wall. And she stumbles past Marcus, holding herself up on the stored. 
falling to her knees as some of these snakes are cracking off and falling to the ground. Um, and pieces of this shell are falling off of her and you see just white hot skin below the areas where this stone is cracking as she slowly crawls and the screeches get softer and softer as she pulls herself back to the pedestal and slams the blade into it before her hands fall limply to the ground and she crumbles into ash at the base of the sword and the area where the pedestal was glows with a white hot light and you are all blinded momentarily and you see the figure of the flame-eyed one charging into the castle again uh, as if in a sort of flashback as she spares this child and where the previous vision ends where you see everything fade to black, you hear the sounds of crumbling, and you see her walk inside of this cave and stab the sword into the ground as she vanishes from view. And as you come back, not being blinded by this light anymore, you can see that this sword, shimmery, black, smooth obsidian like stone no more crackles inside of it cascading down to a red snake-tipped leather bound pommel as it sits glimmering and it is utterly silent <laughs> no marcus not again i'm gonna giga chat over to round two <laughs> ha i'm gonna yeah i would 100 percent like drop the well, hammer of lathander mm-hmm. and my shield uh and you know run over and i'm still large right yeah yeah run over and just one hand kind of curled backwards yep. and attempt to rip this thing from the pedestal yeah and Lynn, if you'd like to post the other artwork. Oops. <laughs> Just called Luna. <laughs> Hello? <laughs> artwork. You watch as Marcus pulls this sword from this pedestal. You still hear this eerie silence before a screech starts growing louder and louder and Marcus's hands begin to turn a slightly crackled gray color up to about here mid uh, mid forearm and you watch as these fiery spectral chains clamp around his ankles and his hair blackens with small fiery strips inside of it and a pattern crisscrosses up the length of the blade. And he looks like that now. Oh, shit. I'm sure that's fine. Luna, for the artwork. And sorry I called you on Discord accidentally. And if everyone else could leave for a moment, and I will call you back in a minute, except for Marcus. (laughs) 
Lawrence sent me that for, for the kill. <laughs> <laughs> that is funny. Um, yeah, so as you grab this sword, everything around you fades out. You don't hear this screeching. You don't mm-hmm. notice yourself change. It just fades to black. And there is this white glow in your eyes that slowly focuses into view and you are standing in a forest that has been just raised from fire. There is smoke rising from it. Mm -hmm. And sitting atop a tree stump that is so incredibly charred Mm -hmm. is this elvish woman that you saw from your from the vision milana mm-hmm. with fiery hair mm-hmm. and orange eyes that slightly fade and she looks over towards you <sighs> who are you to think you can wield my blade i am but a simple man yet you will kill for me do not kill for anyone. You are but a vessel for my power. Somehow, you managed to wield it. But I will overtake you. I... Whatever it is in your life that made you lose your faith, I will help you find your way back to it. Knights are honor-bound, regardless of what form they take. And she just looks away from you for a moment and just slams the ground as this blackened dirt cascades into the air. Mm -hmm. Freed from my chains, yet here I remain. Perhaps it is not... The chains that bind you here. Perhaps you have condemned yourself. But I will help you find mercy and atonement. (laughs) What would you know? You defeated me in battle, but that does not. And she stops for a minute and, like, catches herself. You have won this battle, perhaps. But I will fight. And every breath that you take, every step that you walk, I'll be watching behind your eyes. Then you will see the deeds of a knight of Fjordane and the crusade that he has undertaken for righteousness and goodness. I see a fool with weak friends. Friends are worthless unless they can bring you power. I have found no power greater than that of love of a family. And these friends are not just 
friends. They are my family. And I pity. I pity that whatever malice has corrupted you has blinded you against your own past. But I have seen the mercy that you shared even amidst the all-enveloping wrath that you possessed couldn't hurt that child. Family and friends will abandon you and die on you. I would walk towards her Attempt to get obviously within five feet. Is she still large or is she medium size? She's medium size. She's now. medium size. You are the equivalent yeah. size in this. Yeah, absolutely. Space. I would walk in front of her, and you said she is like sat on this tree stump. Yeah, it's like a fairly large yeah, tree stump. Yeah, yeah. She's got like one leg up on it and yep. is sitting on it. Yep. Yeah, absolutely. I would approach her, and in this vision are my hands stone or are my hands still flesh your hands are still flesh I would extend one arm out to her and I would say I would be proud to die as one of them and you are you touching no I would reach okay. her, my hand out to like help her up sure and if you think you can kill me or us I dare you to try if only to have again the chance to best you in battle And she just kind of smirks a little bit. All right, then. You've made your choice. And she reaches up and grabs both of your hands. Mm -hmm. And as you begin to pull her up, your mm -hmm. hands begin to gray yeah. and crack in this vision. Mm -hmm. And you feel some amount of, like, heat burning on your scalp for a moment before that fades. Mm hmm and as by the time you have stood her up, mm -hmm. the glow in her hair begins to fade slightly. Mm -hmm. And her skin looks a little bit less gray and cracked in some areas as it slowly uh, almost heals a little bit. And yep. she just kind of... Mm. What is this? I would laugh. <laughs> Knights bear different scars based upon the battles they face externally and internally. I am happy to carry your weight with you. But you are a vessel. <laughs> How can you bear this power? As a young boy, I was always told that hardship is not something simply to view as an obstacle in the path that you are on, but as an integral part to it, instead of viewing you as an obstacle, you are simply something that now walks with me. What is your name? What do I call you? For a long time, my name bore shame. 
shame of a father who, like you, was scorned and misjudged for the good deeds that he did. A man that many thought lost his way, who simply undertook a path that not many would have had the strength or conviction to undertake for themselves. I am a farmer. My father was a knight, a man of great honor and duty. Ideals that he and my mother burned into me much like this stone. I am resolute. My name is Marcus Shaw. It is good to meet you, Malona. And she kind of just steps back from you slightly, letting go of your hands and looks down at her own. Is it light where we are? Or is it like a dark day, like evening time? It's um, it's dark at the moment. Yeah. If I at all feel like I could, I would attempt to reach into the the bag or mm-hmm. you know pouch yeah, you on have my pocket stuff. where I have the the drift globe and I would pull out the drift globe and I would look up at the stars and at the night sky and I would in elvish say my command phrase and I would cast daylight and have the drift globe hover out in front of us about five to ten feet just washing us over both with this sense of brilliance and I would tell her you have endured a perpetual darkness for a long time let me take you back and show you that there are still gifts in life for you as well as for us and that this light is something we can both follow. As you pull the drift globe out mm-hmm. and ignite it, she initially recoils and just yeah. hisses at it mm-hmm. and covers her eyes instinctively. And as you start to speak, she kind of like peers through her fingers and steps back slightly and just kind of looks at it perplexed. I had forgotten what it looks like. And I promise you, should I ever truly do something that makes me abhorrent, cruel, malevolent, and I do deserve your wrath, I would ask you as a good man to strike me down. A pact between knights to ensure that I That I do not, as you did, look away from the light. No matter how dark it gets. She walks over and sits back on the stump. Well, Marcus Shaw, let's see what you're made of. 
and she smirks, and your vision yeah. fades. Did he kill us yet? I'm a paladin, Paul. No, you're not. A good, lawful man. You know too much for being raised on a farm. Now with a glorious, wretchedly cursed sword of immense, immeasurable power. Glad it's cursed. Cursed? <laughs> for Jesus. You, you deserve a cursed sword. Or four. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, you all see Marcus standing there changed, as I described before, holding this blade in his hands. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, I would look to see whether or not there's, like, a scabbard or anything for this enormous thing in the, the area mm -hmm. of the pedestal. I would say that as you pull it and you bring it towards yourself, one corporeal yeah, it manifests in. and manifests mm -hmm. in front of it. Yep. Just gonna strap that to my side. Wow! You all okay? Daniel's crying. <laughs> Oh, dear. I'm going to run over. Just pat you on the head. You all right? What happened to you? What do you mean? I hit the thing with a hammer. You, your hands and your hair? And you touched the sword? And Shimmer's gone. She's going to twiddle my fingers. Mm -hmm. Still nice and rocky. Yep. That's probably not good. Do my knuckles crack? <laughs> yeah. A little gravelly. A little gravelly. Ooh! Young master. <laughs> Getting stronger. Uh-huh. I'm going to end in large. <laughs> Damn <Yep>. it. <laughs> Back to normal size. <laughs> oh. Well. I don't know about you all, but... <laughs> ready to hit the old dusty trail. <laughs> we should get back to the city. Promptly. Not going to... Talk about this. I'm just gonna like gesture at you. Your, your, and your your hands. My new rock hands. And your hair. Oh, my hair's different. I didn't know. Yep. It feels a little warm up there. A little warm. A little warm. I I'll put my hands near it. Is it actually like hot? Uh, not hot, but it definitely radiates some level of heat more than like a normal human scalp would. All right, I would just be which is crazy because it's so hot. If you get any headaches, just drink a lot of water, I guess, or take yeah, a cold absolutely. bath. Very good. Very, uh... Gotta make sure I stay hydrated. <laughs> My skin's getting a little dry. <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh, Shay, you're hurt. Yeah. Let me just lay my hands on you. <laughs> sure. <laughs> uh, yeah. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> I will uh, absolutely lay hands and give you ten. Are you still bloodied after 10? No. Very good. Thank you. Of course. Anyone? Fuck that thing. Yes, that thing was horrific. I thought maybe we could be friends. Yes. Uh, I think we can be. Hello. <laughs> <laughs> Did we need anything else from down here? No! Uh, this is great. 
That one's much sharper than your previous. Yep. I'm going to go over and collect my maul from against the wall and grab my war hammer and my big shield. Mm-hmm. Just re-gear. Just put my hands on my hips. Feeling great, friends. Sure. You still carry your other friend. Oh, yeah. No, i got to go get him as well. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm going to approach uh, Dandelion and pull out of my bag. Ten gold worth of charcoal incense and herbs. And give it to you. So he can bring Shimmer back. Do you think it'll work? Yeah. But maybe, wait. Let's not do it here. Back at the end. It's a good idea. No. Just carrying this big, like... <laughs> Santa sack of... Santa sack. It's not that much. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm this big. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, you're excited, so whatever. Mm-hmm. I'll, uh... Start making my way up. Yeah. Uh, you guys make your way back out across the various jumping points without incident and across the... Carry the Warforge. Yep. You're good. Good. Uh, you guys make it back across the Sea of Letters as Santa Claus' fiery Marcus uh, carries the Warforge back. Yep. Uh, fireman style, quite quite literally. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. Back across the letters and you make your way up and out, push the statue back in and make your way back to the inn. I'm going to grab the... Sapphires. Mm-hmm. Are you replacing the other gems? Or no. you Okay, just taking them all. Mm-hmm. Very good. And the door... Do we see this Warforged orb on our way back out? You do not. Mm-hmm. When we as- ascend out of this lower portion of... We were in a library, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. As you, enter, <laughs> as you enter into the library, uh, you do not currently see anything. Anything? It's just a voice. <laughs> you don't see the orb. Sorry, <laughs> see nothing. I mean, is is there like an open portion of library where it might be if it had just ascended straight up? Um, hard to say. In relation you guys went to like, like, you guys went like out of the back of the library, down, sure, sure, sure. and it went up, so it would have gone out outside alley. of the it's library. The it's in the alley. To the courtyard. The courtyard <laughs> to find the soul of our robot friend. <laughs> I mean, if it's not out of the way. To, to yeah, glance. Sure. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Um, assume he didn't just keep going <laughs> to the moon. Yeah, I assume uh, that. You guys walk as. Is the moon and... more full? <laughs> <laughs> no. How full is the moon? <laughs> it's the no, same. It's, half. The, it's, the, it's the dude. The what have you done? The two Doritos. Uh, yeah, you guys walk out. Uh, it's very dark now, as it's probably 3 4 in the morning now. Um, Great. And you guys do not see uh, this orb around the outside of the building. You look up at the moon. It doesn't look any more blue or anything. Uh, you just, you don't see it. You're not sure where it went. I think it just kept going up. I Maybe. thought the moon took it. Okay. It might have eaten it. That's a theory. <laughs> look at it. I guess a hypothesis. It doesn't look any different. I mean, just it, as untrustworthy as it's always been. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's a small orb. Maybe it added a little bit. You no. Know? Why are you giving me those eyes? What? We should go back to the end. <laughs> yeah, I really got to lay this thing down. I'm getting tired. <laughs> maybe someone there can help. But the yeah, yeah, that's my hope. We, we they, they talk to a, a dead man. Maybe they can talk to this. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You guys make your way back to the inn. 
down the stairs and into the basement. Would anyone like to do anything before they go to sleep, aside from Mr. YM? Uh, no, I'm going to put my uh, new Warforged puppet in a corner. Just kind of like... <laughs> I'm so concerned. <laughs> put him over in Wick, a corner. Wicked its entries. Yep. Yeah. You know, just make sure his head's up. <laughs> and then uh, after that, I mean, go over and find Dandelion. While he was doing that, I was going to talk to Rin. You got it. I don't... That doesn't look good, right? What? The the hands and the hair. Yeah, and the and the, the and the warforged or the sentry. No, that's a friend. That's a little bit. It's just as concerning. But yes, no, I, 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 I don't agree. But I think I, I think the I think he looks like she did. Yes. I I think he'll if he uses it. He's not he's, going to turn into her, is she? Is he? He might. Well, not her, but he might. I don't know, become wrathful, like she seemed. <laughs> it's kind of scary. Yeah, we're going to need to keep an eye on it. And if any more of that, if he gets any more uh, rocky, I'd have to take it from him. I could probably take it. Probably, yeah. You can You can make him do a dance, right? Then maybe I shouldn't take it either. sword is probably not very good. No. Maybe I can ask Master Oberon about it. He might know. Maybe. That's a good idea. He knows about things. You just have to find water again. Mm-hmm. We'll have to do that. I'm worried about Marcus... Yeah, that's not 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 a great situation. I would keep an eye on him, make sure he doesn't change anymore. Mm-hmm. And if he does, we'll uh, we'll take it from him. <laughs> you can try. <laughs> yeah, Daniel's not in the room. I'm gonna lay in bed with my new sword. Mm-hmm. <laughs> 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 yep. Um, the only thing I would do before bed is uh, scope over that book, the coded book that was mm-hmm. taken from John Doe's office, and Very just good. like go over it more in depth than than sure. just glancing through it for the highlights. Yep, I'll send you some additional sure. details. <clears throat> Anybody else? Twig, Mister Pigeon. Nothing special. Dandelion. Wrap up my conversation with Rin and head to. Head to bed. Would you bring Shimmer back before bed? Or do you do it in the morning? No, I'd do it tonight. I'd do it tonight. Let me make sure. Yeah, I think I still have. Mm, Yeah, I'd do it tonight. You cast the spell and... It takes an hour. Yeah, over the course of an hour. uh, You watch as his form begins to reform in front of you. And when it's finished, he just kind of like looks up and sniffs at you and then just jumps on top of your head and nestles I'm himself the same in your size hair. As him. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he he just like rubs up against you. Just pet him. So he just kind of like huffs slightly from the with little smoke coming out of his nose. Don't do that again. 
He just bonks his head into you. Okay. You're heading to bed? Mm-hmm. Alright, everybody else but Ren, please. If you could head out of the room. You pull out this book that you received from the tiefling man, Koros, and you pour over it and look to see what information you can find regarding the crafting of spells that he said might be in there. And you find bits and pieces that are scattered around the book, but you find one spell that kind of like calls out to you that you could piece together and it is a spell that lets you similarly to what your people did in your home commune with someone that has passed and more than just commune with them see them I'm assuming I have some of the reagents, or... You do. I, okay. Yeah, I'll pull them out. What are they? Um, that's a great question. Um, it's a little bit of incense, a little bit of moss... Um, I guess I should ask I'm assuming I would need these in, even though I have a focus correct yes Okay. yeah it's a little bit of incense a little bit of moss uh, lit in a brazier with an item that belonged to the person that you are trying to commune with yeah so it have to be doesn't say that it would destroy the object, right? It does not. Yeah, so I would take off specifically my necklace yeah. and place it in. And place it on the brazier. And you draw these large chalk lines around the room, tracing the runes, these shapes that were inside of this book. And it you, like, push all the furniture back into the edges of the room so you can draw this because it's a fairly elaborate and large room that you're going like from door to window oh geez <laughs> uh, with the whole thing is you've pushed everything into the corner and for the amount of times it takes you it's as if no time has passed at all like this is the as a studious man studying the arcane and things of that nature are things that just bring you such like joy and intrigue that it just it doesn't even feel like any time has passed right. as you draw this and you light the fire under the brazier and you pull your necklace off and you place it on the little like raised tray above the burning implements in it and you sit 
cross-legged and you touch both of your palms to the two runic marks on the ground next to you. And you close your eyes and you begin to recite this incantation. And you feel your, like a weight around your neck lift as the other two necklaces float up towards the one in the brazier and start circling slightly. And the room begins to fade slightly. And you are overwhelmed with a sense of comfort, a familiar feeling. Not as though you've done this before, not deja vu, but just like going home almost. Returning after a long trip. Relaxed. And you continue to recite this incantation as the world around you begins to slightly fade to white light. And you watch as the only thing that remains is this burning brazier and these spinning necklaces that rotate slowly around each other. And they form into almost like a like a clover where you have the three pieces that connect. And they stop and a bright blue flash appears in the center of them. And you are blinded for a moment and you blink. And you are sitting in what appears to be your childhood home that you remember from the vision that you had that would you would assume was your childhood home and you are cross-legged as this whooshing stops and the necklace falls back around your neck and you are here with the brazier and the other uh necklace that you had had sitting above it and you are sitting here in this room the runes on the ground around you are gone and you look around and you see a very bright light outside of the window, like not daylight, almost like a celestial light. Okay. Is there anybody in the house? You don't see anybody. So you you stand up and you walk over and kind of like look around to try to get your bearings a little bit. And you look out that same front window that you had looked out in your vision. And you don't see Kenmare. You don't see a burnt forest you see a beautiful, almost lake-like, crystal-watered garden with small lily pads and tulips sitting atop them, floating with blue orbs inside of them, floating around. And there are multiple of these islands, seemingly visibly the same, with waterfalls cascading down into this central island that you're at. Okay. And you, and I will tell you that this reminds you of the vision that you saw in the cave uh, with the halfling man that came out of the eyes of the Warforged at the beginning. That was the scenery that was behind him, was whatever this place is. Oh no. (laughs) And you look down at yourself and your form is almost flickering slightly. As if, like, the edges of you are are blurred ever so slightly. As if it's, uh, like a... You would be familiar with spirit walking. Similar to spirit walking. Gotcha. And you hear a sound at the back of the room, and a small little flap opens. 
and on a little wooden boat floats in one of these tulips, bulb closed with the blue glowing orb inside of it. What would you like to do? Yeah, I mean, I would, I would guess I would kind of like slowly walk towards the orb, just kind of see if I can even grab it. Yeah. So you go to touch this tulip and peel back the little bits of this flower as it blooms in front of you and this orb pulses and begins to pulse rapidly before floating up into the air and in front of you corporeolates into the form of your father. Eyes closed. Ren? And he just throws his arms around you. I just kind of stand there motionless. Oh, God. I wasn't sure I'd ever see you. You're so grown. Where where are we? And the beyond. Beyond my boy. And I'm assuming he, like you said, he looks just like the fish and such like pretty much just like me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Older? Uh slightly older at that point. Um, but not significantly older. He looks only a little bit older. Uh probably about forty. Gotcha. Um and uh he just, like, looks you up and down. You, you've cut your mother's eyes. I mean, I just start, you know, my eyes start welling. I, I don't even know where to begin. There's so much to tell you, but I... I don't know how long we have. The night that we lost you. We were attacked. And the only thing that we could think to do was to try to save you. You were the youngest member of this of the town. And we wouldn't have been able to get away. What attacked? What attacked us? Who? Half of the town. They wanted to perform some sort of ritual. Supposedly in the trees nearby there was blades belonging to gods. And in order to get into this grove, there needed to be a sacrifice. Your mother and I, along with a lot of other people, obviously did not want this. To poison the earth with blood was wrong. And then the dragon came. The gold one? Yes. The half of us that had been captured were to be sacrificed along with the child of 
this dragon in order to breach the grove. <laughs> he didn't expect the mother. But when she appeared, It was too late. The ritual had already started. And one way or another, we weren't going to make it. So, we made a deal. I bore the sacrifice in order to barter a spell with the dragon, not a deal, but a component, to protect you. Growing up in a cave is no life for a boy, and the dragon's magic only goes so far. I don't understand. Your mother is alive, Ren. Where? A cave close to Kenmare. She and the others that survived. The dragon's mother gave her life to protect our people in exchange for saving her child. It placed a protective spell on the remaining members of the town. But they can't leave the cave. And you were far enough away. You weren't corrupted by the malice that corrupted us all. You were clean. So that that malice keeps them in the cave? If they leave the Horde of the Dragon... That is the boundary and its limits. And the child remains there to protect our people. We made a deal with the elves to take you and raise you as their own. With your father. So the, the elves knew then? Yes. We made them swear never to tell you. Growing up in a cave seemed cruel. It would have sucked. At least you got to witness the majesties of the world of nature of knowledge. Well, would I be able to visit the cave? Yes. I think I can use what I've got left to send you there for a brief moment before you return. As long as it doesn't hurt you. No. It's no pain. But 
you when I send you there. The only reason you can find your way to this cave, and he taps you on the chest right over your heart, is because of what's inside you. The spell that protects you. Your dragon heart. What do you mean? It, it imparted a piece of itself to each of us? In a sense, yes. A protection from the poison that leeches from the ground, that still leeches from the ground there. It's why whenever you Our people are known for storms, Ren. Storms very easily become hurricanes. But you have control. Did you and Mother? Not nearly, it seems, the control that you had. We were talented, sure, but... I mean, we... raised you for the short time that we had you, but... We knew that you were different. And the warmth that you feel when you use magic to commune with weather, with us. That's your heart wreathed in flame. It is the kindness within you. I had so much damn anger for that dragon. I thought it killed everyone. I only knew a piece of the story. Yes. To any outsider, that was the story that was told. To protect its identity if anyone should find the cave it's a dragon that could defend itself but at the risk of losing the protection over our people right makes sense it keeps everybody away yes I'm so sorry we couldn't be there. It's all right. You did everything you could. Well, give him a hug. Yeah, he big hugs old, you deeply. Big old hug. Do you want to see her? I'll nod. He reaches up and puts his hand on your cheek. You've done good. I haven't done much. You've done more than most. Just smile. You're a good kid, Bryn. He just taps you on the cheek. Slaps me? Taps. Oh! (laughs) (laughs) And he just reaches over and embraces you. I'll always love you, son. 
just kind of start crying. (laughs) And as you close your eyes to begin to cry, you feel his grasp leave you as this vision fades to white light again. And you find yourself in a in the mouth of a cave, your figure still slightly flickering. And you see in front of you a large pedestal made of like a silvery, shimmery stone. And you walk towards it and you see a marking inlaid in the stone a handprint and a spot that looks like it fits the necklace yeah, I'm gonna place the necklace and I guess put my hand in the handprint yeah you put your hand in the handprint and you watch as you know when you shine a flashlight through your hand and you can see the like redness yeah it looks like that but it starts in your chest And it slowly radiates down your arm as your veins pulse with this white and the blue color that you've seen from when you tried to cast uh, magic. And the blue from your bird Mm. intertwines in your veins and your hand glows and you watch as this back wall slowly descends down. And standing there, you see a large gold dragon and the figure of your mother. Come here. Is it the, the it's the edge, right? Yeah, so I'll, I'll <laughs> I'm assume I'll take the necklace out and approach. Yeah, and you run up to her, and she just outstretched as you get to her. She just wraps her her arms around you and just buries her face in your chest. She looks older. She is aged like a, a, a normal human right. would. Oh, God. You're so tall. I thought I'd never see you again. I, I, I barely remember you and Dad. I know. He he sent me here. I felt it. I rushed to the entrance when I heard his voice. I felt his presence. How are you? How's everyone in here? We're okay. We're alive. I can get you out of here, right? There's got to be a way. There isn't. And she pulls back her... She is on like a long sleeve thing and she pulls back and you can see that there is purple like... uh, Almost like lightning bolt things in her veins similar to um, when the uh, crystal starts to leak out of Tony's chest into his veins. Oh, yeah. Like that, but like purpley and, and corrupted. She covers it back up. The magic from, and she points to the gold dragon, and give me a second to look up the name. (coughs) 
Satan. Not Satan. Oh, <laughs> no, you're kidding uh, me. Zaitan. Okay, uh, I was about to say. Oh, <laughs> no. No, it's X-A-Y-T-A-N. Uh, Zaitan here. Um, protects us. And the dragon just bows to you. Hello, Rin. Hello? Just kind of like look at it shocked. <laughs> Wasn't sure I'd ever meet you, but... Your mother told me a lot. Did she now? Six months worth of stories over the course of 30 years. I'll just mouth it. I'm so sorry. <laughs> <laughs> he just kind of like winks at you. <laughs> there's there's got to be a way, right? I'll, I'll, I'll turn yeah. to them both. Sure. Kinda. Surely, the spell can be reversed. The the the, the poison, the corruption, can, the corruption can it can be undone, right? If you can corrupt something, you can uncorrupt it. Usually, possibly, but we don't know enough to try. Just gonna put my hand over my mouth. I can figure it out. I have a few people I can ask. All right. And some others I don't know too well that I could ask. <laughs> I have a lot of people to ask. <laughs> That's good. You've made friends. Acquaintances. Some friends, yeah. But, uh,. You'll get to see the light of day again. I'm sure. Just kind of start to... Yeah. Cry again! Yeah. <laughs> so this is super depressing. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I'm so proud of you. Just gonna shrug. Don't know what's for. You're here. You're, you're you. You've made it this far on your own. Not entirely. Just give her another hug. <laughs> and she hugs you back. And as you hug her, as these tears drip down your face and drip onto her, one hits the two other necklaces that remain around your neck as the other ones in your hand. And you watch as they begin to glow slightly with a gilded color similar to the color of your veins and your heart. And they begin to spin in front of you. And in the areas where it gets close to her as it floats in front of you, you see that the purple begins to retract slightly. <laughs> what, what did you do? I didn't do anything. Uh, can I take one of the ones that are floating and put it on her? You can see that they're like fused together and kind of like an infinity oh, both of them? style okay. thing. Yeah. Okay. It's the amulets. You put them on her 
and you watch as the purple slowly sinks back from her, up through her veins and into the area where her heart would be, and vanish from her. And she steps forward past this barrier. You can, you can leave. <laughs> I don't know what you've done or how you've done it, but I, I didn't do anything. How many more people are in here? Too many. <sighs> but this is a start. Maybe you can use this. Yeah, I can get more. I'll give it to you. Okay, and I'll just... I'll gesture her back on the other side. To move back on the other side. Can we see the sun first? Sure. She reaches out her hand towards you. Yep, I'll take her hand and she, walk her out into the sunlight. You walk her out into the dawn. As the sun begins to rise over the mountains. And it casts your mother in this beautiful glow. And she closes her eyes and just looks back up towards it. Tears stream down her face. I thought I'd never see it again. It's right there. She just squeezes your hand. you sit with me and watch the sunrise I'll nod and sit down she sits next to you and just wraps her arm around you and just looks up and the two of you watch what has to be the most beautiful sunrise that you've ever seen and as morning becomes day she stands and helps you up and brushes off your shoulders. Are you eating well? Yeah. Staying clean? Yeah, yeah. yeah I'm, good. I'm good. Well fed. All right. Mother worries. I've got 30 years to catch up on, Ren. I, I know, I know. She takes your hand. Come on. I'll take you back inside. You lead her back into the cave. She steps back over the barrier. She pulls the necklace off and hands it to you, and you watch as this purple begins to crawl back up her arm and through her veins. It's a start. I'll look into it. I'll make more. I'll find a way to undo the spell. Something. Something can be done. Clearly. And I'll just... Hold the, the fused amulets in yeah. my hand. I'm so happy I got to really meet you. Glad I got to meet you too. Another hug. I'll just... Uh. <laughs> you hug her and hold her close. And she says... I have and always will love you, Ren. Don't ever forget that. 
squeeze her tighter. And this vision too begins to fade. And you open your eyes as you hear this crack of lightning. And you look around and you're not in the tavern anymore. You're in the middle of a very colorful forest with blue and yellow and white and pink like pastel colored leaves on the trees and the sky cast in a perpetual twilight and you stand and look around and in front of you you see leaves begin to raise off the ground and start to spin and you see the figure of Ron <laughs> appear in front of you <laughs> hello Rin hello curious to find you here my friend I'm just gonna kind of look around again uh I'm lost I can see that. I'll look down at my hands. Mm -hmm. So, similar to how the flower, when you guys were in the cave, was kind of like sporadically flickering, you're kind of sporadically flickering. Oh. Not wispy like it was in your previous vision, but right. you physically are flickering. But the, the necklace around your neck, yours, is solid. Solid, okay. But you are flickering. I, uh, Ron, I think I have a problem here. I would say so. Uh, I'm sure it's nothing we can't fix. It seems as though you're between planes at the moment. <sighs> Do you cast any spells? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I did. Did a little bit of magic? Yeah. So might you say that I'm stuck in the lands between? I would say exactly that. Um, I don't think the Arcane Weave knows where to place you. Like a coin flip that hasn't landed? Yes. That, and he points to the thing around your neck and, and kind of like lifts it up slightly. That's Fey in nature. And there are parts of you that clearly are. And whatever spell you just did finished it didn't know where to put you and so you're in both I'm also fey in nature I'm gonna, uh, I'm gonna have to make a list <laughs> parts of you not entirely uh, I don't think your mother or your father was uh, a fey you'd have the ears how big is he he's like seven foot tall okay he's, yeah. he's a big guy yeah right. he's very tall uh, just dashingly handsome and like very fancy, uh, like purpley, like king's clothes almost. Okay, gotcha. Yeah. yeah, um, can't say I've seen this happen before, but we have a number of arcane mages. I'm sure we can figure something out if you'd like to wait in the castle. Yes. Yes, that'd be great. And I'm just going to kind of like look up at him and then look back down at my hands. And just fuck. 
could be worse, right? I guess. Yes, it could be worse. All right. You could be dead. You get to relax in a castle. <laughs> pampered by the one and only Oberon. Do you mind if I call you Ron? Of course you can. <laughs> it's a good nickname. It's, uh... Yeah, I like it. Good. He sits down and traces a circle on the ground and lays leaves around it. Stand there. Sure. I'll, I'll stand in it and... Is he, is he going to start like doing something else? Mm-hmm. <laughs> as, as he starts doing whatever he's going to do, I'm going to just say, "So, uh, what's the deal with tits, anyway?" <laughs> oh, Titania. Oh, we'll talk about that, but we're going to have to talk in private. That is a whole thing. Okay. But you're friends with Dandelion, so I trust you. But thank you. Oh. Yeah, yeah, of course. It's an issue, <laughs> but I'm dealing with it. Okay, good. Yeah. Alrighty. And he stands back and rubs his hands together. Ready to go? Yeah, please uh, just make sure I guess I stay here. Oh, yeah, that would be bad, right? Yeah. Uh, I'll send you to my uh, personal chambers. Uh, like a summer home, sort of. Oh, good. Yeah. That's nice. It's a good place to rest. Do I have a concept for a summer home? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Okay, yeah. alright. Yeah. Okay, that sounds nice. Good. All right. Well, hang on. <laughs> and he snaps his fingers, and you watch as these leaves spin around you, and uh, the ground below you drops out, and you fall. Oh, fuck that feeling. Oh. You fall, and then you land back on the ground in front of him. Couldn't resist a little trick. <sighs> and he waves his hand again, and the leaves No, spin not the falling, not the around. falling. No, no, not this time. And the leaves spin around <laughs> him as well, and the two of you blink out. And you think to yourself, It could be worse. <laughs> it could be worse, yep. And you blink back as these leaves fall around you, and you are in a very large, open, like, ornately tiled room. Um, like a pool house, almost. Like, just <laughs> floor-to-ceiling, ceramic, beautiful pastel tilings. Is there a bed in the room or anything like that? Oh, yes. One of the largest beds. I have to check. You know I have to check the of fellows. Course. I gotta check the... I, is he... He's here too? Yes. You, I know a guy. It's a Feywild king-size bed. <laughs> and you... <laughs> you... You walk over and to these double mahogany doors, you pull them open and you see this ornately decorated bedroom floor-to-ceiling with books... No, you like spell books and things of that? It's all here. Perfect. Figured you've got some unknown amount of time while we figure this out, and might as well have you do some studies. I know that's your thing. Yeah, you so don't. I don't uh, mess up the next one. Oh, what happens? I'm not going to lie, I won't stop trying. Of course. I wouldn't expect you to. Here's your bed. You... Walk over to the bed. Peep those pillows. Mm-hmm. They are extremely 
fancy plush pillows and you like give them a give them a real squeeze and they feel amazing and you flip them over and look them up and down i look I, you know what i'm looking for i'm looking yeah. for the it's there okay it's there son of a bitch <laughs> <laughs> they're great right pillow king he's a master clearly on many nothing, planes nothing better in all the realms I tell you, he is the greatest. I didn't see anything like this in his store. There's special order. We pay top dollar. That's a custom Feywild King to go with the bed. Of course, yeah. Well, what would you like to eat? Whatever. Hmm. You know, protein, fiber, starch? Sure. Uh, steak, fey broccoli, potatoes, and stew? Yeah. All right. <laughs> you enjoy the books. Yeah, I'll turn towards the, uh, turn towards all of the books. Mm -hmm. I'll just start to grab one. Yeah. You start to reach for these books, and as you smile to yourself, what book would you reach for? What would, what topic would you search for? Corruption. You scroll through these books and you reach up and you pull a book off that says curses and corruption. And you sit down in this large red velvet throne... <laughs> in front of this large mahogany desk full of quills and lamps for you to light your uh, to light this table so you can read at any hour of the night that you wish and you pull yourself up as a fire ignites in the fireplace next to you and you flip the book open and is there anything that you would say or do as you start to do this. Yeah, I'd start flipping through the pages and just say, what the fuck? <laughs> just shake my head to myself. And you smile at the predicament that you've gotten yourself into. And you flip through this book in this endless library of knowledge. We're going to end there. Thanks, Don. You're welcome. I will, uh, I guess I'll give them a list of my shit that's left <laughs> in my room. Some of the best books I've ever had in my life. Ah. <laughs> uh. Friends, thank you very much for watching tonight. I hope you enjoyed the episode. Uh, shout outs to Luna for the concept for uh, Milana. That is her character that she gave to me to let me adapt and bring into the world. So genuinely huge props to Luna for coming up with that concept uh, and designing that. It was amazing. And I'm so happy that you, you know, felt comfortable with giving that to me to use in my story. And uh, just thank you very much. Thank you all for watching tonight. Paul, 
thank you for playing. Mm -hmm. Thank you for creating Rin and fucking up my world as you do. Mm -hmm. You're welcome. <laughs> Dynamite, buddy. Dynamite, man. Mm -hmm. Cowabunga it is. Cowabunga it is. Mm -hmm. Let me get that tattooed. On your ass. <laughs> my ass. <laughs> <laughs> no, above your ass. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And got a nose there. The anti-tramp stamp. Yeah. Right under the belly button. Exactly. <laughs> thank you. It was it was a lot of fun. Of course, thank you. You're welcome. Friends, we will see you on Monday for the city of Oshwamp. Good night, friends. Thank you. Good night. Bye bye.